Jackson. The boot's been off, but I guess he's been held out for precautionary reasons. Doubles to the top on fourth down. There's a snap and pressure coming. He'll just throw it up downfield, and that one's going to be picked off by the throne down the sideline. He'll stop and step out of bounds at about the they're going to mark him at the 15-yard, and he's still in that. There's some laundry at the 38-yard yeah, line. Got so. some laundry up there, so we'll have to see what that's all about. That's the interception was made by just... That's in the vicinity of holding. Illegal downfield by the uh, by the Bulldogs. The indication that was declined. And Tom can 15-yard line with a minute 17 to go. Yes. And we got two minutes and 47 time left over here. Well, with 117 left on the clock, Van Cleve's got to be out of timeouts. It seems like they've taken eight. The last five minutes has taken almost 20. <laughs> yeah. So all, all the Tomcats have to do is kneel down, basically. Please do not run out of bounds. Eight to six. All right, so here they come. They'll line up with a minute 17 to go, and uh, we'll see uh, see if they just put it in motion here. I formation doubles to the Tim. There's a snap fumble, and Graham picks it back up, and he'll be quickly wrestled to the turf. No gain on the play, but we'll get the. Yeah, that's just the same thing as a nail down. Van Cleef can't stop the clock. Because we're now under a minute. So the last minute's going to tick off here as we got a minute and a half of record time left. And our. No, well, yep, we got a sync, sync signal, so we're streaming again. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> Nonetheless, 42 seconds. PJ Graham. Just going to let some time tick off here. I guess he's going to wait for the back. And now we're going to now we're going to get a uh, snap. There's a snap. And I think did we have a whistle? I think we yeah, did. Yeah, we we finally had one. I thought the 25 second clock had to be they, they stopped it at 16 seconds as uh the Tomcats did not snap the football. And so signal light and a sync light, so I know we're streaming, but our record time is about to end. we got about 30 seconds left of that. So as for this edition of Tomcat football, as uh, the, the middle school Tomcats look like they're going to hold on, all they got to do is put it in play here. Graham is going to take it, and he'll take the knee, and that's going to do it. Eighth graders a winner, uh, eight to six tonight. Seventh grade, 24. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Tomcat Football presented by the Bank of Wiggins. We'll see you next time tomorrow night, 6.30. Don't miss it. Don't miss it tomorrow night, Coach. We're still streaming. We're streaming. So we can, uh, we can do a little post-game wrap here. Post-game wrap. All righty. See you tomorrow night, Jody. I'm Jody O'Hare Pierce, and uh, uh, I tell you what, impressive outing for both these middle school squads. Yeah, m more offense in the seventh grade game and a uh, defensive era game. And uh, so, listen, the future is looking bright for uh, Tomcat football. Uh, really impressed by the two running backs we saw tonight in the for, uh, seventh grade. Uh, what was his name? Chase Collins, number one, and uh, in the eighth grade game, number twenty, uh, Carlos Brown, big power speed. So. Uh, Tomcats looks set in the offensive backfield for the years to come. 
All right. Uh, it certainly did look good. The uh, eighth grade confensive struggle back and forth, uh, but uh, the Tomcats held on courtesy of a uh, uh, interception down there on a fourth down play. And uh, we're able to Tomcat football presented by the Bank of Wiggins Middle School uh, style. We'll see you tomorrow night at 630 right here for the game central coming to town. Don't miss it. Tell all your friends and neighbors to uh, download the Tomcat app and uh, catch us Tomcats open their season. For Todd Miller, I'm Wayne Flurry saying good night, and we'll see you tomorrow night right here in Perkinston for Tomcat football presents.
first is the Tigs. Uh, the paper's got us winning 28-21. There's going to have to be some fireworks on the scoreboard for that to happen. But yeah, I tell you what, it, uh, it it turned out to be a uh, a bit of a, a defensive effort by both squads here in the first half of play for Harrison Central. Chase Jones, one out of ten, just 13 yards on the night, no touchdowns in the air. Uh, Jadarian Dillon made the reception, and uh, that was the only pass reception of the night. On the ground, Keon Moore, 12 carries, 90 yards. He's averaging about 7.5 per touch. His longest scamper, a 34-yard run. And then uh, Chase Jones has run it three times for 82 yards. He broke free on that 56-yard scamper, and so that's why his average is way up there. No touchdowns on the night for them. For uh, the Tomcats, Travis Pico, 2 out of 7, 13 yards, his longest an 8-yard reception to Justin Batiste, which uh, I think was a batted ball maybe that uh, Batiste hauled in. Jameer Jamison has a catch for 5. Henri Whaley has been targeted but does not have any receptions tonight. On the ground tonight for the Tomcats, Trey Arrington, 10 carries, 47 yards. He's averaging about 4.6 a carry. His longest, a 13-yard run. Ja'Kalen Green has carried it four times for 54 yards, but he broke loose on that 43-yard touchdown run, and uh, that's what's got his numbers way up there. Enrique, a couple of carries, 18 yards for him, J4, and Batiste has carried three times and lost a yard. So uh, the Tomcats in this first half of play have 135 yards of total offense, and uh, that's not quite where you'd like to be. No, it's not. Uh, credit our defensive line, our linebackers, and especially our defensive backs. Enrique Whaley coming through with two big interceptions to halt uh, Red Rebel drives. And, uh, of course, uh, it's going to be a big loss in the second half when we, you lose Spencer Edwards, our strongest uh, man on the team. So we'll see how the Tomcats regroup at halftime. All right, the Tomcats have six first downs. The Rebels have seven. Uh, the Rebels got one in the air and six on the ground. The Tomcats have all came on the ground. The uh, Tomcats are 0 for 5 on third down tonight, while the Rebels are 1 for 5, and the Tomcats are 2 out of 3 on fourth down. Total yards of offense favors the Rebels by uh, 193 to 135. Uh, the Rebels have minus 11 yards uh, passing, whereas the Tomcats have a, pl- a positive thir- uh, 13 yards. Uh, let's see here. Rushing yards, the Tomcats have 122 to 204 for uh, Harrison Central. The Tomcats have ran it 20 times to the Rebels 15 and are averaging 6.1 yards per play uh, to Harrison Central's 13.6. Penalties on the night, 6 for 35 yards against the Tomcats, 4 for 45 against the uh, uh, Rebel defense, 3 offensive penalties and 3 defensive penalties against the Tomcats, and Coach Feaster not going to be mad. Uh, Happy about any of those? No, he preached discipline this morning, and uh, Tomcats are not showing uh, what they've learned the last two weeks. The uh, Rebels have uh, fumbled it twice, but have not lost it via the fumble. They have turned it over twice as Enrique Whaley has picked off two of Jones's passes, and uh, that's about the story of the first half of play here. Time of possession favoring the Tomcats, but only about uh, by a minute, twelve and a half to about eleven uh, thirty-five or so. So. Uh, really, really close here. And listen, Harrison Central, give them credit. They're driving the ball uh, from the 20 to the 20, but when they get in scoring range, Tomcat defense stiffens up, and it's their old bend but don't break uh, philosophy. All right, so uh, we are at halftime here as the uh, Stone High Band making its way off the field. Doesn't look like the Red Rebel Band is even going to take the field. They're still in the stands over there. 
as uh, uh, the uh, crowd here, I'm sure, was uh, hoping for a little halftime entertainment. They uh, and now they're gonna now they're gonna get up and come down. Well, they just sitting there watching. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, while they decide what they're gonna do, touchdown, Tim. Are you with me, or are you taking your halftime break? I guess he's taking his halftime break. You know, so. he's got to get some popcorn. Yeah, well, I think he's getting it. He's more of a hamburger guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a uh, another little break here and allow our sponsors to make themselves known to you. We are certainly uh, thankful for all the Tomcat sponsors this year. Tomcat football, of course, presented by the Bank of Wiggins, by Two Fat Friends, Upscale Vintage Market on Highway 49, by Climate Control, Heating and Air Services all over South Mississippi, Greg Duncan and his staff, climate control uh, for all your heating and air needs, boondocks, barbecue and seafood right here in downtown Perkinston in the old Taylor's Food Store building. Had lunch there today, catfish, fried shrimp, uh, corn on the cob, cabbage, turnip greens, uh, lots of great food, salad bar, uh, chocolate cake for dessert. It was uh, really good. You can even eat dinner there on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights, 11 to 2 on Sundays, and they've got ribs and brisket and other fine stuff there uh, on the weekend. Farm Bureau Insurance, Jack's Home Improvement, uh, and I know I'm missing one somewhere. Oh, Trinity Funeral Services uh, with offices in McHenry and Lumberton. Uh, if you uh, 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 don't have life insurance or if you don't have your funeral plan prearranged, come see the fine folks at Trinity Funeral Service and let them uh, discuss some prearrangements with you. We can also uh, uh, offer you life insurance policies and uh, pre-need contracts and all that. We accept all insurances and other contracts. That's Trinity Funeral Services, Highway 49 South in McHenry, and a branch office in Lumberton. We'll be back here at ALMA Memorial Stadium right after these messages. You're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wigan. Boondocks Barbecue and Seafood is proud to be a supporter of the Stone County Tomcats, and we invite you to stop by and enjoy the tastiest burgers, sandwiches, po'boys, seafood platters, and barbecue in the area. Boondocks even has an all-you-can-eat lunch buffet, and the buffet on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights features fried catfish and shrimp, ribs, brisket, smoked sausage and chicken, gumbo, and more. Boondocks, open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Sunday lunch buffet. Boondocks. 81 Main Street in Perkinston, in the old Taylor's Food Store building. With the passing of a loved one comes the need for comfort, compassion, and caring. Funerals can be extremely difficult to plan and costly. But with Trinity Funeral Services, it's different. At Trinity Funeral Services, you'll find our facilities are comfortable and our staff compassionate and caring. And at Trinity Funeral Services, we've found ways to save you money without compromising quality. Trinity Funeral Services, McHenry and Lumberton. See the difference at trinityfunerals.net. I know you've heard the saying, they don't make them like they used to. And it's true. Furniture, home decor, art pieces and accessories, the antiques are more beautiful today than ever before. That's why Two Fat Friends and Wiggins welcomes you to come. Browse our air-conditioned showroom, featuring vintage selections from antiques to repurposed furniture, handmade crafts to lawn and home decor. Two Fat Friends, the best vintage market from the coast to the capital. Open the first and third Thursday through Sunday of each month, two miles south of the Wiggins Walmart on Highway 49. Two Fat Friends. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, 
The Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Fastings, friendly service for months. Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, band members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jackson Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jax has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cats. When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates, safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favrates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. The death of a... I'm back here at ALMA Memorial Stadium in Perkinston, still at halftime, about uh, six minutes or so, Coach, before the uh, teams make their way back out of the halftime locker room. And it just seems kind of odd that there's not a band on the field performing. Well, Harrison Central band came out of the bleachers, but uh, I guess... Uh, they're not going to play. <laughs> well, I'm not sure, you know, but uh, nonetheless, we're here, and uh, uh, Touchdown Tim is down on the field, and I don't know if he's got his earphone in or not. Tim, you, you with us? He, he's paying attention to something up there. Well, what about sure. you? Has your buddy, uh, Mr. Stats, got anything for us tonight? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where Matt Stats is. Uh, I don't know if I can. In fact, he Central was favored big in that game. The Iberville and Picayune to get it on tonight. Let's see if we can uh, at least find us some uh, some scores from out and about. We'll uh, one more week till college football. Oh yeah, we got uh, college football starting uh, less than a week, six days away. As the uh, Bulldogs going to host Itawamba here uh, tonight, uh, not tonight, but on uh, uh, Thursday night. And so uh, we're looking forward to that. We'll be bringing you all the action. It'll be on uh, WSM 103.1. Uh, along the coast, and uh, you can also catch the stream. The uh, um, uh, scores that we got out and about, Pastor Shan leading 14-12 to 12 over Lanier, Madison uh, 21 leading Ocean Springs uh, early on, Poplarville's leading PRC 28-6, to 6, all of those at halftime. Uh, let's see here. I can find some more. Pedal 21 uh, over Gulfport 14, Biloxi leading East Central 10-7. Moss Point 13 uh, to 5 over Gaucher. Those were halftime scores. Lumberton 13, Bay High nothing. Uh, let's see if I got any more here. Popperville already got that one. Lumberton. Let's see. Van Cleve 23 to 6 over West Harrison. South Jones leading 14 to 7 over Hancock. That's about all the scores I guess we're going to be able to, to bring back to you for the moment. But our thanks to uh, Coast Football. You can follow him on Twitter, at Coast Football, or find him on Facebook, Gulf Coast High School Football. That's Matt Stats Talk. Matt and I will bring you all the action as Itawamba comes to Gulf Coast next week. The Indians. Yep. Touchdown, Tim. I see you fiddling with your earpiece. Are you back on with us down there? Okay, we're looking for a microphone. There he comes. He took. He got to take that halftime break. 
<laughs> Come on, we got you. Come you, on. You got me? I got you. Well, that, that's what halftime is about. Go to the concession stand <laughs> and break and, you know, look at the band. Y'all in air conditioning. <laughs> I'm 52, almost three years old. I have to take a break. If if, uh, if you want to call it air conditioning, I think they've toned it down for this high school game. A little warm up here. It's only 72. Kind of warm up there, huh? Well, Tim, coming out of the halftime locker room, I see the Cats have made it out. Here comes Harrison Central. And uh, your impressions of the first half of play? Tell you, um, one, you know, had some mishaps there. But really and truly, when you look at this game, you'll see that, that really the Tomcats kind of dominated the first half. And you can't say enough about Enrique, um, you know, two interceptions and and um, still, you know, um, that would be a total of four quarters where we have not allowed anyone to go in the end zone. So that's pretty good play. Yep, that is that's a pretty good play. So uh, we're looking forward to a second half here. You know, Harrison Central is going to come out and do their best to erase the goose egg. The Tomcats are going to try to improve on what they've done. So what do you expect in the second half here, Todd? I expect a little bit of the same thing. Uh, we're going we're to run it by committee with Trey Harrington and uh, uh, number nine, Jacqueline Green. We're going to try to throw it to Enrique a couple times. And Tim, I gave you a little more volume. Does that make it easier for you to hear? I can hear better. You know, uh, the older you get, the less you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, what do you expect out of the Tomcats here in the second half? Well, I would, you know, I would think um, with what we were doing, I, I would like to see them uh, get a ball to trail a little bit more. I mean, he was getting a lot of positive yards when he touched the ball. All right, so uh, the Tomcats are out loosening up, and uh, we've got uh, uh, less than two minutes to go before uh, things will get back underway. So that will give us a chance to uh, step aside one more time and uh, let a couple of our sponsors make themselves known to you. And we'll be back with second-half action right after this. You're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wigan. Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, fan members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jack's in Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jack's has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cats! Boondocks Barbecue and Seafood is proud to be a supporter of the Stone County Tomcats, and we invite you to stop by and enjoy the tastiest burgers, sandwiches, po' boys, seafood, platters, and barbecue in the area. Boondocks even has an all-you-can-eat lunch buffet, and the buffet on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights features fried catfish and shrimp, ribs, brisket, smoked sausage and chicken, gumbo, and more. Boondocks, open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Sunday lunch buffet. Boondocks. 81 Main Street in Perkinson in the old Taylor's Food Store building. All right, that was a word from a couple of our sponsors down there as uh, both teams are headed back toward the sideline, getting ready for a little second-half action. And, uh, Tim, uh, what's the attitude as the Cats come out of the locker room for the second half of play? They appear to be really focused and uh, ready to go. You know, of course, we we go out uh, on defense um, toward this half, so. All right, so we had the football first. I think the Rebels are going to get it to start this half, right? Correct. No, yeah, yeah. I said it, we we go out on defense. Lead here at halftime over uh, Harrison Central. There's Kentrell McCray, uh, not dressed out tonight. Yeah, we're doing all this without you know our best running back slash quarterback. So impressive, yeah. impressive that we're able to hold on to a seven point lead without him. 
All right, so the Tomcat kickoff team is going to come out, 12 minutes on the clock, and uh, the Cat's going to have to kick it off to Harrison Central, as Harrison Central is going to send uh, more on the far side, and that looks like number seven on the near side. That should be, I don't have a seven. Giovante Fairley. Giovante Fairley. Giovante. So Dawson Cudd got it for a touchback on his first kick attempt of the night. We'll see what he does on the second one. And the only kick came after the touchdown. So here comes Dawson. And this is going to be high and short. It's going to come down, hit the ground at about the 16, picked up by Moore at the 9. And Moore's got room across the 15, 20, 30. And he'll be tripped up at about the 40-yard line. Tell you what, he had a wide gap right there, Wayne, and uh, we were lucky to get a fingertip on his shoelace right there and trip him up. You got that right. So, they'll line up. Second down and nine coming up here. Spread formation again. Doubles to the top, single to the bottom. And there's a snap. And this will be Moore straight ahead. And he run into somebody a little bit bigger than him and got stopped in his tracks. That looks like number one. 50, no, that's well, 50. well, number one made initial contact. <laughs> that's 50. In fact, he, he hit him so hard his helmet come off. Jameer Jamison in 52. Let's see, that was uh, Larry Jones. I'll tell you what, Jones stopped him in his tracks, and Jameer come up and helped him finish him off is what I saw. But I could be backwards again. You never can tell. So third down and nine now after no gain on the play. Same formation. There's the snap. This is a new running back into the second level across midfield, and he'll get into Tomcat territory at about the 48-yard line, going to be about a yard short of a first down. Also a new quarterback, uh, number five, Brandon Billingsley, hands off to number 20, Robert West, and uh, they're going to be one yard short of the first down. So Harrison Central throwing some new wrinkles out here to uh, start things off. Yes. Billingsley has been the quarterback from the get-go here. Harrison Central going to line up to go for it. And it looks like, looks like we got no flag on the play. Tomcat <laughs> thought there was some movement there. There was. The running back fell forward. <laughs> and here's the snap. And they'll give it again to the running back. He's going to be hit and stacked up short. And the Tomcats are going to take over. Nice defensive play by the Tomcats. Number eight. Whitaker and number 52, Jones, and on the stop. So Robert West could not get even to the line of scrimmage. The 49-yard line actually lost a yard on the play. And Demetrius Whitaker and who else? Uh, number 52. I'll tell you what, Larry Jones. Larry Jones has uh, made a couple of big plays here. So the Tomcats are going to take over. 9.45 on the clock, and they'll get it on their own 49-yard line. Travis Pico under center, and here's Trey Arrington. Cuts it back into the middle across midfield. Trey just plowing straight ahead, and he'll get up to about the 44-yard line before they're able to get him down. Yeah, Trey got a good rest right there in the halftime locker room, and uh, Trey's a strong kid, strong runner, excellent middle linebacker. We've had to use him uh, as running back this year. Yep, just waiting on Kentrell McCray uh, to get healthy. You see Kentrell down there with no braces or anything on. We're certainly looking forward to him coming back. Tomcats on a second and three here from the Rebel 44. Doubles out to the right. There's the snap. This will be Trey again, cutting it straight ahead. And Trey just running right into the teeth of the defense. 
Football comes loose, but after the whistle had blown, they'll give him forward progress up to about the 42-yard line. Good strong running right there. Trey saw something on the inside, cuts it back up, but the hole closed quickly. He's going to be about a yard short of the first down, so it'll be third down and one here for the Tomcat. Now Trey limps off, so kind of a catch-22 thing. Your best running back, but he's also your best linebacker, so what do you do? There are the Tomcats on third down and short here. Doubles to the top, wide out in the slot receiver. Pico going to give it to the fullback straight ahead. He's got the first down as he'll get across the 40 up to about the 39-yard line goes. Is that Jalen Payton? I believe it is. So Jalen Payton picking up the Farm Bureau first down. It's a quick give to the fullback right there. Gets enough yards first. Did you say that ball's at the 40 or the 39? Uh, about halfway in the middle. I'm going to spot it at the 49. That's enough for the first down. Wide out to the top. Winger on the top as well. There's a toss back to Green. He'll try the right side and look out, but he got a shoestring tackle. As he went into that pile again and squirted free, he'll get up to the 32-yard line. Jalen got behind his blockers on the right side that time and just, like Wayne said, squirted for about eight yards. He did. He just he gets he gets all in the traffic, and the next thing you know, he squirts out and it comes out like a slingshot. Tomcat's driving right here. Got some vehicles out there that people are trying to get moved. Wonder if anybody in the audience is listening on the app tonight. Stand up, make make get our attention if you're listening on the uh, Tomcat app. Second down and two from the 32. Motion this time. And now we're going to have a whistle and a flag coming in. Or maybe, what are we doing? Delay a game Delay against a game. the Tomcats. That negates that nice run by Jacqueline. That it does. Stops the clock at 7.20. Tomcats still leading here by a score of 7 and nothing. Glad to have you along with us for this edition of Tomcat Football presented by the Bank of Wiggins. And our other fine sponsors. Now they're looking at a third down and seven. Or I'm sorry, second down and seven. Again, motion from right to left. And there's a toss. It'll go to green following the left side. And I'll check that the right side. Across the 35 to the 34-yard line. And that'll be about it. Just again on that right side, going behind the right right side of the line for the Tomcats. Minimal gain right there. Bring up third and five. Gain of three. Should be about third and four. Four. Yep. And here comes Pico and Henri Qualey back into the ball game. Clock underway as we just move past the seven-minute mark here in the third quarter. And we got wide out wide to the left. And there's a snap. Pico, a little play action. Give it off to Enrique from the winger slot. Breaks a couple of tackles and still couldn't get any positive yards. Took a wallop at the 34-yard line. No gain on that play for all of his effort. Yeah, number 55 held him up, and number four, Cortland Gayton, finished him off. Enrique unable to use his athleticism right there. Well, he slipped a couple of them, but uh, he's walking kind of crooked, headed back to the hole there. <laughs> I'm telling you, he took a wallop. Them guys big as a Walmart basket. <laughs> Pico trots back in with the play. Like we're going to go for it. Well, there's no reason not to here. 6.04, clock moving. Tomcat's a fourth down play. Doubles to the top. Pico wants to throw it. Good protection. Steps up and fires. Got his man as the flag comes down. Steps one tackler and makes it for first down yardage. 
Uh, did you see who it's complete to? Hard to tell. Um, to Henri Whalen. Yep, we do have a flag on the play, so. But they're going to say Henri moved before the ball was snapped. Yeah. Or he was off the line of scrimmage. Well, that's going to negate that whole play. Ineligible downfield, is that what they call? Well, he, he patted his head. Yep, ineligible downfield. Five-yard penalty against the offense. And that'll back him up. So now it'll be fourth down and nine with 5.51 to go here. And the clock stopped after the penalty. We're going to have an early timeout and a referee go. That's probably going to be the heat timeout. Right. Yep. As we made it past the six-minute mark. Clock down to 5.39, and uh, that'll give us an opportunity to remind you that the heat timeouts are sponsored by Climate Control. Greg Duncan and his staff at Climate Control are ready to assist you with any of your heating and air needs. Yes, back up, coming. He's getting ready to go back in the game. Well, good. All right, so here's uh, Harrison Central, and it looks like number five. Yep, number five, Billingsley, still in at quarterback. There's a snap. This will be Moore, left side, and uh, football oh. comes loose. Tomcats pick it up, off to the races, and nobody going to catch him. Touchdown, Tomcats. The Cats get a defensive touchdown, and show me your number, sir. Jamie Bolton. Jamie Bolton, number 14, picked up the loose ball, and the Tomcats have struck again. <laughs> Credit the defense coming through when we need points. I tell you, he was hit at the line of scrimmage. Couldn't tell who hit him. Tim, could you? But the ball popped loose. I tell you what, uh, ball comes out, I, you know, and that was one of our strong points last year. We got some points off defense, and here we are again. So Jamie Bolton takes it to the house, and out comes Dawson Cudd to add the extra point on a scoop and score for the defense. And the Tomcats with 5.24 to go in the third lead at 13 to nothing here. And here's Dawson Cudd to tack on the extra point. Tomcats trying to go up by two scores, and out come the footballs. Dawson is uh, perfect so far, and here comes a flag. Going to have a false start against the offense, it looks like. We'll see Dawson's range right here. Yep. A false start against the Tomcat offense is going to back him up. Tomcats making it into the Jack's home improvement end zone. So... After this extra point, we'll take a little break and let you hear from Jack Home Improvement. Nice scoop and score that time. Here's the snap. The kick is up, and Cud's range Whoop. is definitely enough, and it is good. So with 5.24 to go in the third, the Tomcats take a 14 to nothing lead, and we'll be back after this word from Jack's Home Improvement. You're listening to Tomcat Football, sponsored by the Bank of Wiggins. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, band members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jack's in Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jack's has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cats! All right, back here at Old May Memorial Stadium. Tom Katz up 14 to nothing here, courtesy of Jamie Bolton and Dawson Cudd adding the extra point. Kickoff coming here from right to left. 
with 5.24 to go. Dawson Cudd going to trot back out and get us underway here. Everybody getting set. And there's a high kick to the near side. Tomcat defenders running down, caught at the 26-yard line. And uh, breaking tackles, reversing himself, going all the way across the field. Now wrestling down at about the 41. That looked like number three for the Harrison Central Red Rebels. Right. Which would have been, well, i got to go all the way down to the bottom of the list. K.J. Means. Means. Yep. Number 21, Kelton Marshall in the tackle. K.J. took it on about the 26-yard line, able to get it all the way back out to the 40 before they got him off his feet. So 5-12, and here come the Rebels again uh, in the third. Tomcats up 14 to nothing now. Spread formation, trips to the right, single out left. And there's the snap. Billingsley will keep it himself. Coming around the right side, big hole. And Billingsley, will anybody catch him? Doesn't look like it. Harrison Central going to get some points on the board here as Billingsley takes it all the way in, 60 yards for the touchdown. No flag on the play. We know why he is. <laughs> he was inserted <laughs> into the quarterback position. He got a little speed there, and just like that, the Rebels have answered. Don't see any flags on the play, and touchdown, Tim, uh, you should have tackled him. I started to run out there. I started to do like Pittsburgh coach. <laughs> All right, here's the extra point attempt. And uh, that looks like number, is that 16? Sam Quick. Well, we don't need Henri Wade to be limping, but. No, we don't. 501, and here's the snap. That's down. The kick is up. And it is good. So with 501 to go. The uh, Tomcats have given up a touchdown here. Like there may be a flag on the play, and it's going to go against the Tomcats. So they will decline that flag, and the points will stand 14-7. to So the Tomcats, with 501 here in the third, have surrendered a touchdown, a 60-yard scamper by Brandon Billingsley. He just went through a hole on the right side, got behind the defense, and nobody could catch him. Looked like Enrique ran him down right at the goal line, but a little bit too late. And so the Tomcats score, but then give up a score on the very next play from scrimmage. And there's Enrique on the far end of the uh, sideline there walking it off. Looks like he's uh, checking out. Got to do it over. Yeah, got to do it over. You know, you can't decline. Oh. Can't decline. Remember, that's how Pedal lost state championships. Oh, I did not remember that. So well, that it, was on a, it was on a three-point conversion, uh, and they made the um, play, but the defense was offside. They had to re-kick, and they missed it. So, But they haven't moved the football. So was there a penalty? They didn't move the football. Second effort is good as well. So they could have thrown another flag on us for having too many men on the field, but they didn't. Maybe they were offsetting penalties there. At any rate, the kick was good, and it is 14-7. to 5.01 to go here in the third, and we'll get a kickoff coming in here in just a second. Well, just when you thought we may have had a little breathing room, bam, Harrison Central strikes quick. They did. One play, 60 yards, touchdown. Mm. 
And uh, we were wondering why Chase Rogers, and we don't know if he's hurt or, or whatever, but hey, maybe the Harrison Central coaches just want to change things up and get a more athletic uh, athlete back there. Well, we'll see. If that was the case, score one for Harrison Central coaches. So, back well, to receive the kickoff. Enrique is uh, still on the sideline. So. Looks like Ian Flurry. It is Ian Flurry. We'll take it. Is he 23? He is. Ian's going to be on one side. Looks like uh, 21 on the near side. Kelton Marshall. Kelton Marshall and Taylor Marshall. Probably going to come to the near side. 5.01 to go, and uh, usually the little squib kicks is what you're going to get. So let's see what happens here as we're set to get underway. You ever get the number? Oh, I guess that's quick. The kicker, 36. Yes. Yeah. All right, we're set, ready to go. Ball's at the 40, and here comes Quick. And this is going to be Ian Flurry from the 21-yard line. Looking for a hole to run through. Ian into the pile, pushes it up to the 25. Uh, check that, the 35. And the Tomcats will trot back out their offensive unit. Come on, Dad, you're trying to take yards away from them. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't even get credit for it. <laughs> Maybe Brent can't tell the numbers either. I see Trey going back in the game. Tailback. Okay, have not scored an offensive touchdown since the first drive of the game. So. There's a snap, and this will be Arrington, left side, Trey at the 35. He'll get to the 36, but not much more. Well, delayed handoff right there, trying to go around that left side, and uh, Harrison Central was able to fight through defenders. Number 55 on the tackle there. Rayshon Riddle. Like Wayne says, gain of one. Gain of a yard, second down and nine coming up. 14-7, 4-32, and counting here in quarter number three. There's a Tomcat. Would like to add to their lead. There's a snap, and this will be Jacalyn Green. Ooh. He is hit in the backfield, going to lose a yard, maybe two, back to the 34-yard line. That was number 35 on a uh, quarter uh, on a linebacker blip. Cam Patterson. So Jacalyn going to lose two on that one, Tim, and a third down and 11. Can you yeah, I tell you, sometimes I. Going both ways kind of wears on you. Yeah, Henri Quayley getting some attention down here on his right ankle on the uh, east end of the Tomcat sideline. Helmet's off, and, man, you hate to see that. Hope he's okay. Tomcat's looking at third down and long here from the 34-yard line. Pico under center. There's a snap. He wants to throw it. Fires it out right side complete. And he'll turn and get up to about the 48-yard line before he's wrestled off his feet, staying bound. And Travis Pico has a completion that time. Who was the receiver? Number three, Nathan Fairley. Nathan Fairley. I believe that's Nathan's first catch as a high schooler. Well, up to the 48-yard line and a first down, picking up a Farm Bureau first down. Clock continues to roll here. And Pico will toss back to Green, cuts it right back into the middle, and Jacqueline almost squirted free. But a little too much traffic in there. Like big number 91 on the stop right there, Jimmy Wallach. 
Tomcats are content with three yards in a cloud of dust. Well, that'll do it. If you can do that every play. Line of scrimmage is going to be the 47-yard line. And now the Tomcats going to have to take a timeout here with 2.48 to go. The Cats will take their first timeout here of the second half. Yeah, Tomcats uh, were a little confused in the background. The coaches were upset. They had to burn a timeout. So timeout on the field, Tim. Uh, see if you can sneak down there and get some word on Henri Quayley. Just a little soreness they're trying to work out or what's going on down there. As a reminder, uh, on Monday night, Todd and I will be right back here with you for a little JV and ninth grade action as East Central comes to Perkinson. We sure it's East Central this time? Positive. Yeah, the Hornets come in. Uh, game time scheduled for 6 and 7.30. And then uh, right back here on Thursday night again as uh, Gulf Coast, the Bulldogs, open up their season against Itawamba. All right, so here's the Cats on second down and call it seven. Coming out of the timeout, there's the snap. Toss back to, De no, that's not Jacqueline, that's Kelton Marshall out of the tailback slot. And Kelton will get up to about the 42-yard line. Harrison Central was slanting left that time, and Tomcat pitched around the left side. And uh, had, we had blockers, uh, but was not able to get the first down. Going to be third and about a yard as Kelton could only get to the 40. Well, they got him marked at the 42, and he needs about two football lengths to get a first down. So third and a yard here, 243 and counting. Marshall still in at tailback. There's the snap. This will be a fullback dive play straight ahead. First down yardage to the scrum is still moving inside the 35 up to the 33-yard line. And a nice play that time by the fullback, number 13, Jalen Payton. Jalen takes that quick handoff right there, that quick dive play to the fullback. And uh, gets down to the 33-yard line. Gain of 10 yards on that play, and the Tomcats picking up another Farm Bureau first down. Two and a half minutes to go. Wing T formation again, and now you got a flag as one of the old linemen moves. Got up to the 36-yard line. So you got 13. Yep. Second down, 13. That's what I'm going to say. Brent, Brent's a little off over there. Got a bad angle over. Yeah. Second down and long for the Cats. Wing T. Winger on the top, wide out at the bottom. The winger will get it. Coming to the near side. The Rebels are ready. No gain on the play. As uh, Justin Batiste just wrapped up with nowhere to go. See, well, that play worked awful good two weeks ago, but uh, Harrison Central's done a good job of their scouting. And uh, they have studied some film. They're part of the huddle network. They have snuffed that out tonight. Touchdown, Tim. There he goes. Trying to get down there and get some update on Enrique Whaley. Did you find out anything yet, Tim? I think it was uh, puts a little anchor, but he's ready to go back in. He's on the sideline, just giving him a breather. He, he's out there right now. Put uh, wide there right. he is. He's out wide right. Winger's on the bottom. There's a snap. Pico's looking Enrique's way. Fires over the middle toward Whaley, and he makes the catch inside the 20 at the 19-yard line. They should have gave him forward progress, but they moved it back to the 20. Really impressed with Pico. Stands in the pocket. Offensive line's giving him time to find. <laughs> we only had one wide receiver on the route that time, and uh, he found him. So Enrique finally making a making a reception there. They spot him at the 20-yard line. So Tomcats will have a first down right there, knocking on the door of the red zone. This will be Jacqueline Green out of the backfield. 
And Green trying the right side into the scrum this time, didn't squirt out of it, so he'll pick up a yard or two. Jacqueline okay, getting behind that uh, smallish offensive line, but I'll tell you what, they're small, but they do, they, they do their job. He able to, was able to eke out three yards there up to the 17-yard line. It'll be second down and seven. 26 seconds to go here before the end of the third. Clock still moving, I formation wing tee, and there's the snap. This will be Trey Arrington, and Trey making a good cut inside the 10, still on his feet, getting a little help from one of the big offensive linemen, and Trey will get all the way down to the five-yard line and a Tomcat first down. Good to see Trey back in there. Trey's a powerful runner. In fact, we had the numbers on, the, on that left side as Trey was able to get first down yardage. And the clock has stopped for the moment at six seconds, but they're going to put it back in motion here, and that's going to bring us to the end of the third quarter. Well, it should. Did somebody take a timeout? Tim, somebody take a timeout? I guess I, I don't know. Yep, timeout charge. Wow, you take a hair, you take a timeout with five seconds on the clock. What is going what on? What in the world? Maybe the head coach is in the dressing room. <laughs> I'm not real sure, but uh, the Tomcats lead it by a score of 14-7 to 7 here with five seconds to go in the third quarter. And you're five seconds away with getting one. You burn a timeout as you trail in a ball game. They must have, I don't know the logic behind that one. Coach, help me out here. Well, you got three of them per half, so they saw something I guess they wanted to fix before the fourth quarter, so. Well, they'll come back out with five seconds to go. The Cats are going to line it up. Trey Arrington is still in at tailback. And that looks like Jameer in front of him. This will be Arrington following his blockers. Right side. Touchdown, Tomcat. Trey <laughs> Arrington dives in over the pylon, and he'll take it in from five yards out. And Tim can congratulate his nephew as he makes it into the Jack home improvement end zone. You know why he made that touchdown? Because you were standing over there encouraging him. When he come on the sideline, the preacher had to go over and anoint his legs <laughs> so that God would get into him. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Here's Dawson Cudd coming out for the extra point as the Tomcats punch. So at the end of the third, the Tomcats 21, Harrison Central 7. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with more Tomcat football. Presented by the Bank of Wiggins. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favorates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. All right, back here at ALMA Memorial Stadium as uh, they get ready to kick off do the Tomcats. And a little bit of excitement here on the home side crowd. I know it's got Tim fired up down on the sidelines. Got us eager and anxious for some action here in the press box. So stick around and see what's going to happen late in this one. Well, let's see here. 
And there's the kick, going to be a short squibber to the near side, caught at the 25-yard line, and coming straight ahead as the Tomcats converge. And Kelton Marshall again applying the hit and making the stop. Ball's got on the field almost. Gets down there pretty quick and slams the returner down. The ball will be placed on about the 32-yard line. A little like Charvis Gandy on the return. 33-yard line. They're going to spot him at the 33. Snap and he'll give out of the backfield to Moore. The Tomcat interior bounces off to the right and he'll squeak ahead for maybe four yards or so across the 35 up to about the 37. Yeah, nice run right there by number one Keon Moore. Kept his legs turning after initial hit and is able to pick up a few yards after initial contact. Couldn't tell. They're going to spot him at the 38, gain of five. Was unable to pick up the tackler right there. We are underway in the fourth here at Harrison Central. Offense back on the field, trailing by 14. 21-7, Tomcats out in front here. Doubles to the left and single out right. There's the snap, and again, the quarterback's going to be hit in the backfield. And there comes the flag at play. And I'm sure that'll be against the Tomcat defense. Trenton Howell went <laughs> up to, looks like the 48-yard line. That's where Harrison Central is going to have it. First down and 10. Spread formation, doubles to both sides. Billingsley, still your quarterback. Hard snap count, trying to draw the cats offside, and it does not work. Clock moving at 10.45. Billingsley will take the snap. Blitz coming, and Billingsley eludes one tackler and another. And he'll be corralled at midfield, get across it to about the 48-yard line. See when he took the play clock all the way down to zero, uh, dropped back to pass. No one's open, decided to check it himself. Great pursuit right there by the Tomcats. Second down and six coming up as Peters in on the top, uh, in on the stop. They're going to spot it between the 48 and 49-yard line as the clock moves closer to the 10-minute mark. Spread formation again. Trips to the right this time. A little quick uh, draw back and a completion top side. Breaks the tackle or two. Gets across the 40 up to about the 36-yard line on the reception, number 13, Jaquil Pickett. And number 7, Henri Whaley with the stop, but not after a Red Rebel first down. All the way up to the 36-yard line goes Pickett before he's tackled. And he'll pick up a Harrison Central first down. Clock under 10 minutes now at 9.40 and counting. Another hard snap count as the Tomcat defense. Snap, blitz coming, and uh, this will be Billingsley top side, and he struggles for a yard or two. The football team loose, but are they going to blow it dead? Yep, looks like they're going to blow it dead. 
Daniel won by Billingsley right there on the quarterback keeper. It's just hard to tell those defensive numbers. We'll say 99, Arrington. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna spot him at the 45-yard line, so give him, I'm sorry, the 35-yard line, so give him a gain of one on the play. Tell you what, they're taking a lot of time in between plays. Yep, we're down under nine minutes now, 8.50 and counting. Which is good for us. That it is. Like they got to burn another timeout. Harrison Central does. Harrison Central going to timeout at 8:43 here in the third quarter, and the Rebels going to take their second timeout, and we'll take it with them. We're going to take a uh, little bit of a, uh, a break here, and when we come back, more fourth quarter action. Don't go anywhere. The Tomcats lead it, 21 to 7. You're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wigan. The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life, but it can also be a time to celebrate their life, the relationship you shared, and honor the memories you've made with them. Trinity Funeral Services is there to assist you. With pre-need and pre-arrangement services, Trinity Funeral Services also accepts all valid insurance plans and will work with other service providers offering you comfort, compassion, and care as they help you celebrate the life of the ones you love. Trinity Funeral Services, online at trinityfuneralservices.net. All right, back here, uh, fourth quarter action. Clock stopped at 8.43 for the Rebel timeout, and uh, the Tomcats just trying to hang on, let that time inch its way off the clock there, guys. Looking at a second down and nine coming out of this timeout here. There's a snap and a give to Moore out of the backfield. He's going to be hit behind the line. And looks like Trey Arrington on the stop. And a loss of a yard on that play. Great open field tackle right there by number 10, Trey Arrington. He held on to the ball carrier for a one-yard loss. So Trey able to get him down, and uh, the Rebels looking at third down and nine here. Clock approaching the eight-minute mark to go in this ball game. Spread formation again. Trips to the left, doubles to the right. And there's the snap. Play action out of the backfield. Moore going to be brought down again behind the line of scrimmage. And the Tomcat defense oh. is going to draw another flag here. Two of them came in on the top side. <laughs> going to get him for a late hit, maybe yeah. a spear. For a late hit. So Keon Moore lost yardage all the way back to, looks like about the 44-yard line. And now they're going to step off some penalty yards. Oh against the Tomcats. That would have forced Harrison Central to a big fourth down. Absolutely. I'm sure Coach Feaster will point that out. So a 15-yard defensive penalty will give the Rebels a first down, and they're going to spot the ball up at about the 29-yard line. Not exactly where Coach Feaster wanted them to be. Well, actually, it does not give them a first down. Fourth down here, Wayne. It's, it's fourth down so first, and three, I think. So personal foul does not guarantee a first down. Okay. That's fourth down and three after the penalty. Spread formation, trips to the left for Billingsley. Hard snap count again, and uh, Tomcats do not fall for that one. 
Trips left, single out right. There's the snap. This will be Moore straight into the pile. Squeaks through, and he's still on his feet. He'll pick up the first down as he gets inside the 20 to the 24-yard line. Number one, Jameer Jamison saving a touchdown right there, but not before he picks up a first down. Good well, Harrison Central keeping the drive alive. 7.28, the clock still moving here. As the Rebels pick up a first down, still a spread formation. Trips to the left. There's a snap, and again, Moore. And he's going to be hit behind the line and drop for a loss at about the 26-yard line. That was number one, Jameer Jamison from his linebacker position. Shoots the two holes, stops the running back there at the line of scrimmage. That's a loss of two on that play. He's second down and 12. Harrison Central with a slow, methodical drive here. Courtesy of the Tomcat penalty. One at least. Spread them out again. Doubles to both sides and a turn and give to Moore. He's tripped up in the backfield. He'll get back to the original line of scrimmage. Perhaps. Couldn't tell if that was one of our guys that tripped him up or he just, the, the turf got him. I think the turf loss must have reached up. <laughs> Lucky tripped over one of his own. Lyman's foot. They'll spot it at the 25, so just a gain of one. Third down and 11 coming up here for Harrison Central. Clock approaching six minutes to go in the ballgame. And they're down by two scores. You'd think you'd see a little more sense of urgency here. Trips left again. Spread formation. There's a snap, and Billingsley wants to throw it. Pressure coming. And another interception on the top side by the Tomcats. all over the place. <laughs> Woo, Enrique Whaley. Rob, look at Coach Beaston. He's out of <laughs> Interception came at about the, looks like about the 13-yard line down there. I'll tell you what, Enrique timed that one well. He dropped back and just used his athletic ability, jumped up, and grabbed it with two hands. So Enrique goes up, brings it in, and the Tomcats are going to be the benefactor of the turnover at the 13-yard line with 5.50 to go, and that's got to take the wind out of the Rebel sails. Mm. Here's the offense back on the field. There's the snap, and this is Jacalyn Green straight into the pile. He'll get a yard before he's turned back. And Harrison Central only has one timeout left. More importantly, the clock is in motion here, guys. 5.35 and rolling. So the Tomcats heat timeout look to be in a good spot here, and we have made it to the heat timeout. Thanks for letting us know, Tim. A heat timeout brought to you courtesy of Climate Control. Your heat timeout sponsors trying to keep the Tomcats cool. Consider Climate Control for all your heating and air needs, whether it's new construction, remodeling, you need service on your system, whatever the case may be. Greg Duncan and his staff at Climate Control are eager to serve you. Proud Tomcat sponsors. Uh, on the coast and in business for many years here in South Mississippi. Climate control. Consider them for all your heating and air needs. Well, I'll tell you what, that was a big drive. Uh, that was uh, and a big interception. It's third of the night for Henri Whaley. And uh, I know Coach Feaster's happy on the sideline. Clock stopped with exactly five and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. And here's the Tomcat offense coming out of the heat timeout. 
There's the snap, deep toss green. He tries the right side, makes a cutback, and he'll get up to about the 19-yard line before he's knocked off his feet. Nothing fancy for the time, Cash. Just throw it back to the running back, get behind that offensive line, and just eat up clock. They want to keep that dude rolling as it approaches the five-minute mark here. Tomcat offense not going to do anything fancy. Football just shy of the 20-yard line. Third and about three here for the Tomcats. There's a snap, and this looks like Trey Arrington. Trey just barreling straight ahead and out over the 30, <laughs> refusing to go down as he'll get up to the 32-yard line, and he will pick up a Tomcat first down. Yeah, Trey was running with a little extra right there, a little extra juice, a little extra burst right there, and uh, picked up the first down, and Tomcats are rolling. Clock stops before they move the chains at 445, and they'll get it back underway here in just a second. There it goes. And the Tomcat sideline not, not wanting to do anything but keep possession of the football. Travis Pico to the line of scrimmage. Wing T formation again, and he'll just wait for the clock to get all the way down. There's a snap, deep toss, Trey Arrington left side, and Trey up to the 40. So he'll pick up about eight on that one. Just what the time cats uh, served up right there ordered. Uh, <laughs> if they're three yards in a cloud of dust, we'll get about eight yards in a cloud of dust. Yep. Well, mark it just over the 40-yard line. Clock at the four-minute mark and rolling. That's will be on the road next Friday night, folks, as we'll travel to Biloxi and take on the Indians. I don't believe we've ever played Biloxi in a regular season game uh, in my 20 years here. I, I, don't I, may know. Be, I may be wrong. You might be, but I don't know. There's a snap again. This will be Trey Arrington, left side. Trey finding a little bit of a seam, gets up near the 45. And more importantly, he'll pick up another Tomcat first down. You know, Wayne, there's nothing fancy about our offense. There's nobody in motion. Uh, it's just a pitch back to the tailback and just get behind that offensive line. And uh, yeah, i tell you what, it's been working uh, for a game and a half. Clock is stopped at 335, and uh, they'll get it back underway here in just a moment. There it goes. So the clock is rolling. The Tomcats just trying to chew up as much of it as they can. See if you can find some scores on that page there, Coach. Okay. Wing T again. First down for the Tomcats. There's a snap, and this will be Green on the right side. Green shaking a tackle, finding a little bit of a seam, and he'll get to the Rebel 49-yard line, turning something in or making something out of nothing, I should say. Hancock leads 21 to 14 over South Jones. Not a lot of time left in that game. Football's in Rebel territory. Tomcats just under three minutes to go in the ball game as they uh, try to hold on for the victory here in their opening contest against Harrison Central. There's a snap, and this will be a toss to green left side. Cuts it back in and up, and looks like he's going to be stopped after a gain of about a yard to the 48-yard line. Go Fort and Pedal, tied at 21, starting the fourth quarter. Ooh, Green County leading George County, 14 to 13. It's a cross-town rivalry there, a cross-county rivalry, I should say. Third down and three coming up here as Decatur and get a break. Hmm. The team we're playing next week is losing 16 to 10 to East Central. All right. 
right, Trey Arrington back in at the tailback slot. Standing behind his fullback. And there's the snap. And it'll be Arrington. Right side. Cuts it back in. First down yardage as he'll get up to the 41-yard line of Harrison Central. So Trey picking up seven yards on that scamper. On the night, Trey Arrington. 19 carries, 107 yards. So Trey has went over 100 yards here this evening. And he picked up a first down, and that should do it. That should give the Tomcats enough time to run the time off the clock here. I would imagine they'll run another couple of plays before the end of this one. Fans are making their way to the parking lot. Tomcats in, still in the wing tee. There's a snap, and that's a fullback give straight ahead to Jameer Jamison. He's up to about the 35-yard line. Mossport 20, Gaucher 5. Jameer picking up six yards up to the 35-yard line. More importantly, clock continuing to roll. A minute, 12 and counting. Maybe two more offensive plays here. Still got 15 on the play clock as the clock hits the one-minute mark. Jacqueline Green back in, and he'll get the football. And he is hit in the backfield, dropped at the 36-yard line for a loss. Loss of about a yard on the play there. Nice heads up play by the Rebel defense. Clock at 43 seconds. And counting. Tomcat's going to have to run one more play. Here comes Travis Pico back in with that play. As a reminder, when the uh, action is over, we'll give you a, take a break and then do a post-game wrap. Maybe Tim catch up with Coach Feast.
Good Tuesday afternoon, Tomcat football fans. I'm Wayne Flurry, and uh, we're hooked up, coming to you live here this afternoon from uh, an undisclosed location in South Mississippi as uh, we test out some of the streaming audio equipment and see if we can work some bugs out here. Uh, I tell you, it's uh, really a challenge sometimes to uh, coordinate all these efforts and get everything done. But uh, we love to do it, and uh, all for the effort of bringing you Tomcat football. It is uh, a pleasure and a, um, well, it's, it's just fun. And uh, we try to uh, do as much for the Tomcats as we can. I love to, uh, to broadcast uh, sporting events and things of that nature. And so uh, looking forward to uh, the coming weekend, I'm going to have a, a Bulldog football game on uh, Thursday night, and then Tomcat football again on Friday night. Um, Jody and uh, Todd are going to try uh, at least to uh, to bring you Tomcat uh, middle school football from East Central, and uh, we hope we can get that worked out as well. But it is a uh, Tuesday afternoon. This is uh, just a uh, effort to uh, see if we can work out some of the kinks with the broadcaster and see if. Uh, see if this voice stream broadcaster is going to actually record the um, uh, the session that I'm doing right here and have it archived. The way this thing is designed to work is there are two different ways, or actually three, that we can broadcast football action for you. The first is uh, through the broadcaster app that I have on my iPhone. And uh, we can open up the app and go live at any moment we want to. The second way is to buy the um, what's called the Voice Stream Broadcaster, uh, which we control online. It's a plug-and-play device. No uh, programming is necessary. And uh, when you connect that device to the Internet, it uh, automatically uh, downloads the latest schedule that you set in your controller. Well, I set a, a schedule in that thing this afternoon from 2 until 3 p.m. Central Time, and uh, it goes live at that time, which it did on its own. And uh, I, I happened to notice it, and I started my little broadcast. And uh, it is supposed to be automatically recording uh, the content that I'm doing here, uh, and we'll upload it to our audio uh, control panel where it can be looped. That was the plan and the hope all along. But so far, we have not been able to get that audio upload to work. So we have been recording uh, our broadcasts onto a uh, little small digital voice recorder, uh, bringing them back, processing them, and then uploading them. I just uploaded the uh, JV and uh, ninth grade games from last night, which were not pretty contests. The uh, East Central uh, freshman and junior varsity squads are really something to look at, and uh, they're well coached. They have a great bunch of athletes, and uh, I tell you what, those guys are, um, well, they're just quite good. They uh, are disciplined, they stay at home, and uh, again, they're well coached and they're ready to play. So East Central is going to be a formidable force in 4A football in the coming years, and uh, we hope the Tomcats will uh, be likewise in 5A football. The Tomcats are well coached, and we got a good group of athletes. We just got to get um, the the, the tune-up completed and uh, everything else. We got Biloxi this Friday night. Not going to be a pushover. 
and then uh, Popperville comes to Perkinston a week from Friday night, and we all know what that's going to be. Popperville assumed the number one ranking in South Mississippi last week, according to the Sun-Herald, with Picayune right behind them. As Picayune defeated Diaberville, and, of course, uh, Popperville had the game in hand over Picayune from the week prior, and so that's your top two teams. Uh, the Tomcats will take on both of those in the regular season, so um, we need to uh, be as ready as possible for uh, the Popperville Hornets, uh, but we don't need to look beyond the Biloxi Indians. I'm sure uh, Coach Feaster and everybody else would echo that uh, almost immediately. But Tomcat football is brought to you by the Bank of Wiggins, and uh, we are so very thankful for our sponsors uh, and what they do for us throughout the season. Uh, again, uh, these sponsors uh, help the Booster Club to raise needed funds that are needed by the team. It's nothing that uh, any of us do. Todd and I don't get a salary, nor does any of the Booster Club. Uh, all proceeds from uh, sponsors of uh, whether it's the broadcast or the, the program ads or if you bought a Tomcat card or any of those things goes toward the football teams. And I know each of the teams are trying to raise their own money uh, as best they can, but uh, just for the varsity squad, to give you an example, there's uh, uh, 70-some players on the roster, and then you got the coaches. To feed those guys both pre- and post-game meals on Friday night is going to run somewhere in the neighborhood of $6,000 for the year. And so uh, that's what your advertising dollars, your sponsorship dollars are going toward, that and equipment costs, training costs, uh, scouting. Um, back in the day, you used to have somebody go to the game and film it, and then the coaches would swap film on Sunday or Saturday afternoon and stuff like that. Well, with the electronic age that we're in, uh, we're a member of a, uh, this service called Huddle, which all the teams are a member of, and uh, you have to pay a subscription fee. And so now the Tomcats are the benefactors of uh, just being able to download and watch the game uh, that Biloxi played from last week. And Biloxi is able to download and watch ours as well. So uh, it's, it's, it's a whole big ball of wax that we're trying to cover. But our thanks to the Bank of Wiggins, to uh, Jack's Home Improvement, to Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance right here in Wiggins, to uh, Climate Control, to uh, Two Fat Friends, to uh, Trinity Funeral Services, to Boondocks Barbecue and Seafood, uh, to Little Caesars, to McAllister's, to the Sawmill Family Restaurant, to uh, everybody who has chipped in and sponsored Tomcat Football in some way. Our hats are definitely off to you. So I'm going to pause for just a moment and uh, let you hear from a couple of our sponsors, and I'll be back with some more comments right after this. You're listening to the Tomcat Football Broadcast, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, band members, and cheerleaders. 
Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jackson Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jack's has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cat. When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favrates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. You're listening to Stone County Tomcat Sports, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Stone Tomcat Sports Internet Radio, Wiggins, Mississippi. I know you've heard the saying, they don't make them like they used to. And it's true. Furniture, home decor, art pieces, and accessories, the antiques are more beautiful today than ever before. That's why Two Fast Friends in Wiggins welcomes you to come. Browse our air-conditioned showroom, featuring vintage selections from antiques to repurposed furniture, handmade crafts to lawn and home decor. Two Fat Friends, the best vintage market from the coast to the capital. Open the first and third Thursday through Sunday of each month, two miles south of the Wiggins Walmart on Highway 49. Two Fat Friends. Seafood is proud to be a supporter of the Stone County Tomcats, and we invite you to stop by and enjoy the tastiest burgers, sandwiches, po' boys, seafood platters, and barbecue in the area. Boondocks even has an all-you-can-eat lunch buffet, and the buffet on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights features fried catfish and shrimp, ribs, brisket, smoked sausage and chicken, gumbo, and more. Boondocks, open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Sunday lunch buffet. Boondocks, 81 Main Street in Perkinston, in the old Taylor's Food Store building. The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life, but it can also be a time to celebrate their life, the relationship you shared, and honor the memories you've made with them. Trinity Funeral Services is there to assist you. With pre-need and pre-arrangement services, Trinity Funeral Services also accepts all valid insurance plans and will work with other service providers offering you comfort, compassion, and care as they help you celebrate the life of the ones you love. Trinity Funeral Services, online at trinityfuneralservices.net. All right, right back here in the uh, Tomcat headquarters, Tomcat Studios, if you would, this afternoon. I am Wayne Flurry, and uh, we're testing out our streaming broadcaster here as we uh, work with uh, uh, technical support and trying to get all this worked out. I think one of our main issues is going to be Internet access and uh, the uh, upload speed provided by the MiFi device that, uh, um, that is available. Uh, we purchased a MiFi to, uh, to have Internet service with us, you know, wherever we go. And uh, we're going to look at the settings on that uh, right now. I'm broadcasting to you on a uh, on a more reliable internet, uh, a HughesNet service uh, at, at my office, and uh, I, I have not seen it drop not one single time since we've been on uh, a little over 10 minutes now, somewhere around the 11 to 12 minute mark. And uh, my hope is that uh, you know that that will uh, continue. That uh, we might be able to uh, determine that it was actually a uh, uh, an internet problem and that would help us uh, more isolate uh, how we need to do this. Of course, the uh, third avenue of broadcasting these events uh, on the uh, 
uh, streaming radio station or internet radio station that we have uh, established here, Tomcat uh, Stone Tomcat Sports, is to dial a telephone number. And uh, you dial it, put your broadcast pin code in, and you go live. It counts you down three, two, one. Uh, and we're going to uh, swap over here in a few minutes and uh, uh, try that via the cellular telephone. And uh, I know it's going to drop us off the recording, but still, uh, we will be able to uh, uh, test that connection out as well. Uh, but uh, one of the things we were seeing is that that phone call would drop after uh, anywhere from a minute and a half to three to four minutes into the broadcast. I think our longest one last night lasted 12 minutes. Uh, and then you get a message that your password was accepted and your broadcast is gone even after you verified that you were on the air. So uh, working the technical bugs out of it is going to take a little bit of time, uh, but we are going to uh, press press on and uh, try to get all this stuff ironed out for you. Uh, the game itself from uh, Friday night has been replaying uh, for the past couple of days. I think I got it uploaded on Saturday. And uh, I tell you what, it really turned out to be uh, quite a good broadcast. The Tomcats had a good ball game against Harrison Central, and uh, Todd Nine and Touchdown Tim had a wonderful time broadcasting it for you. And uh, so it's been replaying. Uh, right now it's preempted by this, but whenever we end this testing session, the uh, uh, regular rotation will come back, and uh, you will hear the uh, ninth grade and the JV as well. Uh, I may have even taken the uh, uh, varsity game down. And so uh, as soon as I test it out and make sure everything, I'll post on Facebook uh, what game is up there rolling so people can go back and hear it. Of course, you do hear all of our sponsor rotations, and we do have a couple more sponsors that we're still waiting on to get us a uh, radio quality spot, uh, one of those being climate control, uh, and I'm supposed to be getting those this afternoon. So. Whether hot or cold, call Climate Control. They'll uh, help take care of any of your heating and air needs and uh, try to keep you in the uh, comfort zone that you'd like to be in. Greg Duncan and his staff been in business for a long time. His father started the company here in South Mississippi many years ago, and uh, Greg is continuing right on. That's Climate Control. Located on the Gulf Coast, Greg and his family actually live here in Stone County, so they're Tomcats at heart and they're a sponsor of Tomcat Sports this year, and we appreciate them for that. Uh, upcoming for the Cats, of course, is Biloxi this Friday night. The Tomcats and the Indians will um, square off and play. And, <clears throat> of course, we get to go down uh, to Biloxi Indian Stadium, and, uh, you know, Biloxi got a new high school a few years ago. They got a new stadium and uh, all sorts of things as uh, uh, their, their school district again. Uh, has a few more resources than do ours. Their uh, county tax base is much larger, and they've got some other avenues that they get income from. Uh, and so uh, they have larger and nicer facilities, obviously. But uh, we're proud of uh, Stone High and the facilities that we have. Uh, sure, everybody would like them to be better. We'd all like to have a Biloxi High School and all of their facilities, but that's just not the case. Maybe one day, um, sometime in the not-too-distant future, we will uh, have to uh, seriously look at building a new high school and possibly combining the middle school and the high school together or something along that line. And at that time, my prayer would be that uh, we would look at possibly building our own uh, football stadium uh, as well and uh, something to call home. Not that we are certainly not 
uh, proud of being able to play at Gulf Coast Community College. But, uh, you know, when it all comes down to it, that's their house. And uh, the Tomcats uh, have played there ever since I can remember. I'm not sure if uh, um, Stone County schools ever had their own football team, uh, and it's always been a, a, a good working agreement. Um, but the field at, at, at Perk at A.L. May Memorial Stadium, that is, that is the Bulldogs' house. And uh, it would be nice, at least from my perspective, to, uh, for the Tomcats to have a house to call their own. A cat's den, if you would, and uh, uh, you know, I, I think it would go um, uh, further toward the um, the team itself. So I'm gonna have to pause here and answer a telephone. So uh, you listen to some more commercials, and I'll be back in just a few minutes. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century—that's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Fasten friendly service from us. Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, fan members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jackson Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jackson has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cats! When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favrates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. All right, back here to uh, uh, discuss a little more Tomcat football. I'm Wayne Flurry, as always, if you didn't recognize me by now. <laughs> um, of course, uh, we were talking about uh, possibly our own, and I'm touching different things here, and you can hear that, that little bit of a hum that uh, it goes away when I put my hands on the iPad. Let me see something here. See that? That's uh, that's because I touched the the cord itself. But anyway, um, it's just trying to figure out ways to make the broadcast better, and uh, we'll do whatever we have to. But we were talking about um, possibly our own stadium one day, a place to call home, and I think that would uh, uh, that would be a big plus for Stone County. Uh, but that's definitely going to be down the road in the future. I know at some point uh, you would have to think that uh, we'd have to have a new school or, or something. But, folks, I want you to know education is the key to any community. And for business and industry to come in here, uh, we've got to take a serious approach to education of our young people to uh, be able to provide uh, qualified um, or an educated labor force, uh, qualified individuals to work at uh, factories and businesses that uh, that might consider Wiggins and Stone County for locating their uh, company here. And so uh, I know that's a, a big focus of our, our current administration, and 
the school board and all that, and our hats are off to them as they face uh, uh, many challenges. But the Tomcat football season is uh, off and running. The Tomcats are 1-0 uh, as they defeated Harrison Central last Friday night. They'll travel down to Biloxi this Friday night on September the 1st and uh, take on the Indians, their first road game of the season. Uh, and then they'll host Popperville at home. Back-to-back home games uh, as we'll get uh, the 13th off to prepare for our district schedule. And then the Tomcats will host a much-improved West Harrison football team uh, at ALMA Memorial Stadium in Perk. We'll be on the road the following weekend, the 29th, up in Hattiesburg. Uh, and then the Picayune Maroon Tide will come to Perkinston on October the 6th. You'll uh, want to make sure that you're uh, at that ball game. Uh, the, incidentally, and I keep forgetting to mention this, the West Harrison game on September 22nd is actually our homecoming game. And so uh, teams try to schedule homecomings, uh, you know, at, at, at different times in case there are some uh, other teams that want to uh, get to other ones. And then you got the senior night, you got band night, you got other events that are going to take place. And so uh, the Tomcats uh, tried to... Uh, get all of those in uh, without cramming them all in the same night. And so homecoming will be the, the 22nd as West Harrison comes to town on the road on the 29th uh, up in Hattiesburg. October the 6th, Picayune comes to Perkinston. And uh, you all remember what happened last year, the overtime thriller over in Picayune where Coach John Feaster was able to get the upper hand and come out with a victory against the Maroon Tide and his former mentor and head coach, Dodd Lee. Uh, so that game has a little bit of undertones building toward it. And then uh, the following week, the Tomcats will travel to Gautier and take on a uh, much-improved Gator team. The uh, Gators opened their season last weekend as they defeated, for the first time in Gator history, the Ocean Springs Greyhounds. Now, Ocean Springs having a uh, uh, what many would call a down season. But nonetheless, the Gators uh, much improved and uh, that ought to be a, a far different ball game than it was last year. Uh, and then the Tomcats will host Wayne County on uh, October the 20th. And if you know anything about high school football in South Mississippi, you know that Wayne County is one of the names that always hovers around the top of the upper echelon, if you would, of teams. And uh, on October the 20th, they're going to come to Perkinston. That will be band night and peewee football night. So. Uh, all of the uh, peewee football teams around in and around Stone County uh, will be recognized and uh, get to take part in pregame and halftime ceremonies, I'm sure. Uh, but the Stone High Band will be featured that night, uh, and uh, they will uh, uh, certainly have a program for you. Looking forward to uh, seeing what they have. Then on October the 27th, the final home game, again, back-to-back home games there for the Tomcats on the 27th, It'll be the last home game of the regular season as the Pearl River Central Blue Devils come to Perkinston, and that will be senior night. That'll be uh, an emotional night for our, our seniors. It'll be the last home game that uh, uh, regular season, that is, uh, that they will get to play, depending on the Tomcats' win-loss record in the district or in division games. Uh, they may very well get to host a playoff game, uh, but we'll have to see as the season unfolds how that goes. But that could be the very last time that the uh, Tomcat seniors get to play in front of a home crowd. Uh, so that'll be an emotional night. That's going to be special. You want to make sure that you make plans to be here on October the 27th at ALMA in Perkinston. And then the final game of the season will take place on November the 3rd as the Tomcats will travel 
to uh, Long Beach, and Long Beach uh, uh, is an improved football team over the past few years as well. Head coach Forrest Williams, if you recall, was a uh, uh, won a state championship while he coached over at St. Stanislaus, then uh, uh, took a job in the Jackson area for uh, a, a few years and came back to South Mississippi as the athletic director and head football coach at Long Beach High School. And so uh, Coach Williams is uh, uh, a worthy adversary, and I'm sure he has uh, been working hard over the past few seasons to get the Bearcats where they need to be. Uh, we've uh, seen him and had the opportunity to visit with him. He's a really nice guy, uh, everything you'd want in a head coach, uh, as is Coach Feaster and, and others. But uh, Forrest Williams will have the Bearcats ready uh, for the Tomcats when they come calling to close out the 2017 regular season. Then, if the Tomcats are fortunate enough, uh, perhaps they will make postseason play. Uh, as always, the top four teams in each division will make the playoffs, and we're in Region 8 uh, 5A football. So those four will have to square off against the top four in Region 7. And so the first team in Region 8 will take on the number four seed in Region 7, and they will play at region uh, the, the higher seed's home, if I'm uh, getting this right. The number two team will also host a home game, but three and four will have to travel. So uh, that's kind of the way that works out. And then as they win and lose and advance and teams drop out, it goes to a different criteria for who's going to host uh, all the way down to the South State Championship which should take place on the last weekend in November. Um, And then the first weekend in December, all of your South State champions uh, will meet the North State champions on the campus of Ole Miss this year as the um, uh, state championships swing back to Oxford. Uh, And then in 2018, as I understand it, those championships should be in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So that will give – all you folks in South Mississippi, an opportunity to come and see championship football. Uh, there have been some really good crowds for the uh, 4, 5, and 6A games uh, in the last few years since they've been on the campuses of our um, uh, two SEC schools that are here in the state. But the Conference USA school will get a crack at it next year, uh, and those championship games in 2018 should be on the campus of uh, the University of Southern Mississippi. Uh, so there's you a uh, rundown of the season. Of course, uh, the next broadcast, we hope, uh, as everything works out, and this one has worked fine for uh, 27 minutes or so now, um, the, the hope is that this audio file will be automatically recorded and uploaded once this broadcast ends, and uh, uh, then that would indicate that it worked like it's supposed to. Uh, but the next broadcast should come your way on Thursday night, Uh, We've got our fingers crossed about that one. That will be uh, middle school action as they will have to travel to East Central. And then the Tomcats and the Biloxi Indians on Friday night. Uh, Pre-game show will start at 6.30. Todd and I will have all the uh, tidbits for you, and uh, we'll we'll try to get you up to speed and ready for some high school football. Uh, Don't forget Thursday night the Gulf Coast Bulldogs open their season at home hosting the Itawamba Indians. And uh, from what I hear coming out of uh, Gulf Coast, uh, there's nothing but excitement around the uh, football team this year. And uh, someone that's uh, pretty reliable, pretty credible, uh, indicated to me that they expect seriously to score every time they have the football. And so we'll see how that shakes out. If they could do that every play throughout the season, 
not only would they be state champions, but they'd probably be national champions as well. Uh, so we'll see. The uh, Bulldogs have a uh, uh, a lot of talent up there, a loaded gun, if you will, and uh, they are prepared to uh, unleash against Itawamba day after tomorrow. So I'm going to bring this to an end after you uh, hear from some of our sponsors. I'll be back with a final word right after this. You've been listening to the Tomcat Football Broadcast Test right here on Tomcat Internet Radio, brought to you by the Bank of Wiggins. Oops, see, I just made a boo-boo. I didn't plug in. <laughs> you got so many things that you gotta you gotta keep uh, up to date. But anyway, here we go. And on over the last century, that's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcat or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Fasten friendly service from us. Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, band members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jackson Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jackson has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cat. When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favrates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. For the most unique shopping experience from the coast to the capital, shop two fat friends in Wiggins. You'll find Treasures Galore, open this week all day through Sunday. They're open once a month. Vendors come from miles away to show off their unique items and one of a kind. You'll find classic items to decorate your home. Two fat friends, US 49 in Wiggins. They're on the right. Look for the pink flamingos in front. If you go past Circle K, you've gone too far. Visit their Facebook page. Shop Two Fat Friends in Wiggins. Boondocks Barbecue and Seafood is proud to be a supporter of the Stone County Tomcats. And we invite you to stop by and enjoy the tastiest burgers, sandwiches, po' boys, seafood, platters, and barbecue in the area. Boondocks even has an all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. And the buffet on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights features fried catfish and shrimp, ribs, brisket, smoked sausage and chicken, gumbo, and more. Boondocks. Open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Sunday lunch buffet. Boondocks, 81 Main Street in Perkinson, in the old Taylor's Food Store building. The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life, but it can also be a time to celebrate their life, the relationship you shared, and honor the memories you've made with them. Trinity Funeral Services is there to assist you. With pre-need and pre-arrangement services, Trinity Funeral Services also accepts all valid insurance plans and will work with other service providers offering you comfort, compassion, and care as they help you celebrate the life of the ones you love. Trinity Funeral Services, online at trinityfuneralservices.net. And we don't want to forget uh, Climate Control, uh, another Tomcat sponsor. Whether hot or cold, call Climate Control right here. Uh, well, Greg Duncan, the owner, lives uh, in Stone County, but Climate Control 
uh, is uh, their office or main offices in Gulfport. They'll serve anybody in South Mississippi. So our thanks to Greg Duncan and uh, his staff for being uh, Tomcat sponsors this year. Uh, it is uh, just past 2.30, and uh, we're about to swap over here and uh, try to get the uh, broadcast from the Internet to the uh, telephone and see uh, if we can get that telephone um, uh, number to hang in there longer than just a few minutes. And so as you uh, listen to the uh, um, uh, theme song, which is uh, actually Vehicle, uh, we're going to uh, plug that in and get that line back up for you, and you'll hear that go out, and then uh, we're going to try to get back with you on uh, the Internet, uh, well, on the stream using the telephone. Be right back here in just a second. still get to home. Maybe it's because of where it's at. Nope. I still hear that home. You even got your entire home device. Well, it's not running through this. Okay. So, but anyway, we have good sync. And no, it's uh, not too bad. Up. No, it's not too terribly bad. But Jody O'Hara is hearing me through that. Yep. And so I'm going to take this, and I'm going to plug it in right here, and put it in there, and I'm going to try it this way. All right, we ready, gentlemen? We're going to give it a good shot. I'm turning this off. 
Good afternoon, football fans, and welcome to Biloxi, Mississippi, the site of Biloxi High School and tonight's edition of Tomcat Football presented by the Bank of Wiggins. I am Wayne Flurry, and right here beside me in the press box is Todd Miller. Down along the sidelines is Santa Claus himself, Jody O'Hara. All three of us are down here in Biloxi tonight as the Tomcats are making their way off the field after the pregame warm-up, and they're getting set to take on the Biloxi Indians. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening, Wayne. Glad to be here. You, you say we're down in Biloxi, but we're up in the treetops. <laughs> yeah, well, you could say that again. We did have to come up a few steps to uh, to get up here, and uh, it is quite a hike, as uh, some might say. But uh, it is a nice facility. It has uh, endured Hurricane Katrina, and uh, it is still here. We're glad to be here this evening on a uh, beautiful Friday afternoon for football as uh, the fans and the teams and the cheerleaders and the bands and all that are going to gather up here. And uh, in about 30 minutes or so, we're going to have a football game. I'll tell you what, you couldn't ask for uh, better weather, Wayne. Uh, we've got a few clouds in the sky, but it's sunny. And uh, it's around 80s, low 80s, and it's just a beautiful night for football. All right, well, let's go down to the field real quick. And Jody O'Hara, way over yonder, even though I have to get my binoculars out so I can see him. Jody, what's the, uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Coach? Yes, sir, we can hear you. We got All you right. loud and clear. How's the view from up there? It is, uh, you look like a uh, a little small guy, that, yeah. that TV commercial, yeah. Kevin that, Harvey. That is a <laughs> you look like a minion. I'm telling you what. <laughs> a minion with a beard. A minion with a beard. Yeah, yeah, a minion with a beard. <laughs> Jody, what's the uh, weather conditions down at field level here this evening in Biloxi? It's very comfortable. You know, I'm surprised at how cool it is. There's a gentle breeze blowing through here. Uh, sun's gone behind a cloud, and that helps a lot. But I think this is perfect weather, just like Coach Miller said. This is perfect weather for high school football. Well, currently, according to the WLOX First Alert weather app, it is 84 degrees here in Biloxi. Feels like 91. Humidity at 67%. The wind out of the southwest at 6 miles per hour. And the sun scheduled to set around 17 after 7 tonight. Of course, uh, all eyes are out on the tropics and Hurricane Irma and which way she's going to go. Uh, the cleanup after Hurricane Harvey, and we just pray that Irma takes a uh, notion to go out for a voyage in the North Atlantic somewhere and doesn't bother anybody. But Jody's going to have some uh, Harvey updates and information for you coming up at halftime. Uh, all that and a lot more on this edition of Tomcat Football presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Todd and I are glad to be here. Uh, been a long football week, Coach. Monday night with uh, JV in middle school, Thursday night with... Uh, I'm sorry, JV in ninth grade on Monday. Right. Middle school on uh, uh, last, night. last night as well as Gulf Coast Bulldog football. They opened their season last night. Yeah, Wayne sent, us to, uh, sent me and Jody to Hurley, Mississippi, and uh, <laughs> I got the pleasure of uh, riding with, with Jody, and he couldn't believe how long it was down there. <laughs> we're going to get a mileage. Check, right? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we had a lot of fun. The seventh grade uh, played their hearts out, was able to tie East Central 14 off. And the eighth grade uh, dropped a uh, 22 to nothing decision, uh, but we had a good time last night, and we know you did too. Oh yeah, we had a blast up at uh, uh, Gulf Coast Community College. The Bulldogs opened up uh, their season against Itawamba last night, and uh, looked really good. Started a little bit sluggish, then reeled off six possessions in a row with a uh, touchdown. Uh, went in at halftime, did not score in the second half, and the game came down literally to the wire. Uh, the Itawamba Indians scored as time expired on the fourth quarter clock. Went for two to win it rather than kick an extra point to tie it. And the Bulldog defense came up big. Uh, broke up the play. Bulldogs take home win number one. 
Well, tell me about this uh, small and stature quarterback they have. Well, uh, <laughs> you being a basketball guy, you ought to understand 6'5 is not that small. Ooh. And so uh, Torrance Gibson uh, made his debut uh, back on the field after a couple of years out of the game, as they say, and a uh, little bit of rust around the edges, but even so, uh, quite an athlete, very visible from the press box. The guy's got wheels. He's got a cannon on his left shoulder. And uh, when he gets his timing down pat, the Bulldogs are going to be tough to beat. Well, well listen, uh, the guy that was helping you last night, Matt Staff, me and Judge were praying that he would complete a bomb. <laughs> because Matt kept saying, I wish he would throw it long. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it was you could tell his timing was getting a little better and a little better. Uh, as they adjust to one another, there's nothing like a game-time situation. But as the receivers and uh, Torrance adjust to each other, if they ever make that connection, Coach, Watch it's going to be hard to beat. Well, listen, I heard that, uh, listen, around the state of Mississippi last night, there was a lot of crazy Juco games. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jones County was out in front of East Mississippi, the number two ranked team in the nation for just a little bit. And, uh, of course, East Mississippi was able to recover and ultimately win. Uh, Pearl River upsets Northwest, which northeast. was uh, northeast. Almost called y'all last night to, to correct y'all. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I take information from Matt. Uh, but, <laughs> but listen, I had, I had a guy at the game, Coach Sam Smith, his wife is vice president of Pearl River, and he, he assured me, he said, Coach, that's not the number nine team in the nation. Oh, okay. Well, good deal. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. A lot of uh, a lot of crazy scores around the uh, Gulf Coast next game up at East Mississippi next Thursday night. We'll be there uh, bringing you all the action. But tonight it's high school football. The 1-0 Stone High Tomcats travel down here to take on these Biloxi Indians in action presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Before we get too much further into it, we got to pay a few bills. Uh, the Bank of Wiggins, proud sponsors of Tomcat football, along with some other fine sponsors you're about to hear about. You're listening to Tomcat Football, back after these messages to Biloxi, Mississippi. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Passing friendly service for us. Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, fan members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jack's and Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jack's has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cats! When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favrates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. All right, back here in Biloxi, as uh, the pregame festivities continue, the uh, Indian band making its way out onto the field. And, uh, Coach, you had an opportunity to talk to uh, head coach John Feaster earlier today. How did uh, he sound about his Tomcats? What is, was he optimistic, pessimistic? What's going on here? For the first time in a year and two games, 
uh, he sounded very optimistic. He assured us if Tomcats would just do their job tonight, he sounded pretty confident. He didn't guarantee a win, but he was very confident. And if Tomcats do their job, we'll come out here success, uh, victorious. All right, well, let's take a listen to uh, that conversation. Hey, Tomcat Nation, Coach Todd Miller here, alongside me, Coach John Fisher, head coach of your Stone County Tomcats. Coach, last week, impressive 21-7 victory over the Harrison Central Red Rebels, powerful 6A program down the Gulf Coast. But our Tomcats came through in a mighty way. Talk to us about it, Coach. Um, like I say, we're always grateful for uh, any victory. But we hopefully, hopefully, uh, we could clean things up a little better. But like I say, coming off a win, uh, 21-7 win, you know, uh, we didn't score a lot of points, but uh, we, we we just happy to be able to come away, you know, and, and uh, without any serious injuries, you know, and uh, be able to make it through a game without one of our better athletes, Kentrell McCray. Coach, you had to be impressed with the, your defense holding Harrison Central to no points in the first half. Uh, they get a big play there in the third quarter, but shut them down the rest of the way. Um, defensively, from the from the defensive line, linebackers, defensive backfield, you just got to be uh, impressed so far. Yeah, I, um, we, we we did a good job defensively, man, but the, and I, I'll say this, man, we had a few blown assignments, man, that really, really bothered us early on because that's a part of discipline, but... Uh, all in all, man, the kids played well, man. They played very hard, and I think for being game number one, you you got to be pleased. Coach, because our defensive backfield is so talented, does that enable you to play a lot of man coverage and, and, and like, put, throw a lot of people in the box? Because, you know, most high schools are geared to run the ball, and having that extra guy in the box helps. Yeah, well, you got some, you know, some talented guys on the back end, and uh, especially you got a kid like Enrique who can probably – you know, when he's in his zone, he can shut down one side of the field. So it, it allows you to be able to do a little more up front to protect certain guys. So, yes, I, you know, thank for those athletes and, and the job that they do. And uh, Coach McGill does a great job with those guys every day. Coach, offensively, listen, we're not going to be the team that scores 48 points a game. And I know that's what you're, you're not looking for that this year. What you're looking for, you know, to us, kind of looks like three, three yards in a cloud of dust. And you look like you've got a stable of running backs, and the offensive line has been, uh, you know, the young offensive line has been impressive so far. Yeah, you got a young offensive line. Uh, Coach Calico is doing a tremendous job with those guys. And uh, they're, they're young, but they're buying into everything that we're, we're teaching them. And, yes, we're trying to get first downs and keep the clock running. You know, we're trying to shorten the game, and uh, we're trying to control the pace of the game from the offensive side. And uh, anytime you're getting first down, that means you have the ball and the clock is running and uh, you're limiting the other team from having a uh, chance to score on you. Coach, this week the Tomcats have to go on the road. Uh, we're no accustomed to road road games, <laughs> going back to last year. Uh, but we've got to a place we haven't been in a while, the Biloxi. Uh, we're going to play Biloxi Indians at, at their home uh, place. Uh, Bobby Hall, uh, Hall of Fame coach. Of course, I know he won't be on the field playing but talk to us about a Bobby Hall program, Coach. What is this thing going to look like? Uh, it's going to be a well-coached ball club. Uh, you know, um, Coach Hall is a legend in Mississippi. Uh, had the luxury of uh, meeting him uh, years back when I was a very young coach. And, uh, you know, it's an honor uh, to be able to, you know, coach against guys uh, of that caliber. You know, it, 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 uh, it puts that thorn in your side, and, and it keeps you sharp because you feel like they're watching you. So, He's a good guy. Uh, I had a phone conversation with him yesterday, and uh, just just a very nice man. So it's going to be a pretty pretty good atmosphere because we've got great great facilities down there at Biloxi. But hopefully our kids' eyes don't get too big and they don't get caught up in the game outside of the game. 
Um, Coach, are you prepared for Blush's backup quarterback? We, uh, you know, their starting quarterback broke his leg in the first game. What does their backup bring? Uh, he's an athlete. He's very, you know, a lot like Harris Central guy. He's very athletic. Throws the ball uh, uh, pretty well. So we, hopefully, we can just keep him, keep him corralled and don't let him run loose. You know, like, again, we had a few blown assignments and uh, I probably made a few bad calls last week. So uh, hopefully that don't happen and we just keep the, keep this guy in front of us this week because he can run. Well, we see a similar offense as compared to what we saw the Harrison Central. Yes, sir. Use a uh, similar inside zone, outside zone, uh, zone read, and uh, they're going to try to get the ball vertical downfield. Coach, uh, listen, the stands were packed the other night. <laughs> I don't know if we could have squeezed another person in there. Um, tickets are up. Sale, sales are up. Um, um, listen, we had 700 listeners on the radio the other night, uh, over 6,000 hours. have been playing all week. The kids have been listening to the uh, ball games. Did, did you expect this much success this quick? Um, I, I don't know a whole I didn't know a whole lot about Stone County football, to, to be honest with you, when I came. But once I got over here, I realized people love um, high school football, high school sports in general over here. And uh, for us to get going quick, those guys last year that just kind of brought in quick to what we were selling, uh, it's just a blessing. And, no, I didn't expect, you know, I I knew we would come out and have a good showing, but I didn't expect as many people to be there. We filled up the home side of one of the better junior college facilities in the state. So, I mean, I'm just blessed, man. I just thank God for this community, man, and everybody, you, yourself, and Mr. Floyd for giving us the coverage. And uh, I hope the kids appreciate this. Coach John Fisher, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for your service, Coach, and for what you bring to this uh, community and these kids, Coach. And we thank you for your faith and, and effort. Uh, that's it. Coach Todd Miller, alongside Coach John Feaster. We'll see you at Biloxi Friday night, kickoff at 7 p.m. Back to you, Wayne. All right, well, there you heard it from uh, Todd Miller and head coach John Feaster. And I tell you what, a uh, an humble coach, uh, one that uh, uh, really uh, did not expect to succeed as he has so early here at Stone County, but uh, nonetheless doing a great job. Well, I'll tell you, when it, it all started, I got to give our, our high school principal, Adam Stone, a little credit, uh, too, because Adam, you know, he was the head coach, and he was able to coach them boys, you know, middle school and brought them up to ninth grade, and, and then with those boys, these guys right now that are seniors were juniors, you know, we had the coaching change. Coach Feaster comes in, and like he said, they bought into what him and his assistant coaches were trying to sell. And it's tough. Change is tough. And for them to buy into it so quickly, uh, you know, you can just tell by the looking at the crowd right now on our business side that even the, the fans have bought in, the band, the cheerleaders. It's just a great atmosphere, a great uh, time to be a Stone County Tomcat. Yep, near capacity on the visitor side of Biloxi Indian Stadium here on a Friday evening. We're about uh, 11 minutes or so away from the scheduled kickoff. We're going to take another break. Todd and I will be back with starting lineups and more right after this. You're listening to Tomcat Football presented by the Bank of Wiggins. I know you've heard the saying, they don't make them like they used to. And it's true. Furniture, home decor, art pieces and accessories, the antiques are more beautiful today than ever before. That's why Two Fast Friends in Wiggins welcomes you to come. Browse our air-conditioned showroom, featuring vintage selections from antiques to repurposed furniture, handmade crafts to lawn and home decor. Two Fat Friends, the best vintage market from the coast to the capital. Open the first and third Thursday through Sunday of each month, two miles south of the Wiggins Walmart on Highway 49. Two Fat Friends. 
Boondocks Barbecue and Seafood is proud to be a supporter of the Stone County Tomcats, and we invite you to stop by and enjoy the tastiest burgers, sandwiches, po'boys, seafood platters, and barbecue in the area. Boondocks even has an all-you-can-eat lunch buffet, and the buffet on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights features fried catfish and shrimp, ribs, brisket, smoked sausage and chicken, gumbo, and more. Boondocks, open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Sunday lunch buffet. Boondocks. 81 Main Street in Perkinston, in the old Taylor's Food Store building. The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life, but it can also be a time to celebrate their life, the relationship you shared, and honor the memories you've made with them. Trinity Funeral Services is there to assist you. With pre-need and pre-arrangement services, Trinity Funeral Services also accepts all valid insurance plans and will work with other service providers offering you comfort, compassion, and care as they help you celebrate the life of the ones you love. Trinity Funeral Services, online at trinityfuneralservices.net. For over 30 years, the family team at Climate Control has been devoted to keeping our customers comfortable in more ways than one. Ms. Bishop was impressed that we came out the same day she called. Mr. Carson expected Climate Control to do a good job fixing his air conditioner, but he wasn't expecting such a reasonable price. And when we left the Abney home, it would never be powerless again because Climate Control installed their new standby generator. But best of all, everyone loves our new high-efficiency train system. It's hard to stop a train, and it's also hard to top the savings, up to 50% on cooling costs. And right now, get 0% financing for 60 months with equal payments. So don't take chances with your home's comfort. For guaranteed satisfaction, remember, whether it's hot or cold, call Climate Control, your train comfort specialist. That's Climate Control Heating and Air at 228-831-3725. All right, back here in Biloxi, Mississippi on a uh, warm Friday evening. Coach uh, in the mid-80s going to cool off a little bit before the end of this one, but uh, that turf gets hot in the sunshine, and here come the Tomcats taking the field tonight. Well, they look good in their new uh, white uniforms, Wayne. They certainly do. Uh, nice white uniforms that you can see all the way across the field, and uh, the Tomcats look ready to play. But Coach, uh, I know the Indians uh, don't really have a uh, uh, listed starting lineup, but uh, for the Tomcats, we do. What we got over there? Okay, offensively for the Tomcats tonight, at fullback, number one, Jameer Jamison. At tight end, number two, Justin Batiste. Starting wide receiver, number seven, Enrique Whaley. Trey Angel will be your tailback tonight. Travis Pico is going to start at quarterback again. Uh, the other tight end is number 46, Trenton Howe. Offensive line, it's a young one, but it's a good one so far. Number 55, Titan Lee is going to get the start tonight. Number 57, Alex Gentry. Number 63, Zach Bond. Number 74, Hagen Ladner. And number 76, Jeremiah McGee. And um, talking with the coaches this week, you are going to get to see Kentrell McCray, although he's not going to play a full game. They're going to put him in his spots. Well, good. And defensively, linebacker, number one, Jameer Jamison, going both ways. Boy, what a player he has been so far for the Tomcats, transfer from D'Iberville. Number four, Dennis Roberts, starts at safety. Number seven, Enrique Whaley, coming off a three-interception game last week. He's going to get the cornerback spot. Number 10, Trey Angen, who doubles as a tailback, is going to get the middle linebacker spot. Um, number 21, Kelton Marshall, outside linebacker. Number 26, T.J. Polk, had a great game last week at the other outside linebacker spot. Number 52, defensive tackle Larry Jones. Number 91, defensive tackle Taven Peters. 
And number 99, the stalwart defensive tackle, Kendall Arrington. Your coach, John Feaster, assistant coaches tonight for the Tomcats, Cade Amaker, linebackers. Lewis Brown and Ben Bryan, defensive line coaches. Brad Calco will handle the offensive line. Corey Danner, quarterbacks and running backs. Marcus Hinton and uh, Jason Morgan handle wide receivers. DeWan Jamison and Brandon McGill have your defensive backs. And Don Smith handles your running backs, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, there you have the uh, Tomcat starters. Of course, all the buzz is around uh, number two for the Indians. Dante Starks, the widely recruited uh, uh, blue chip athlete, I guess you could say here in uh, South Mississippi as uh, uh, an All-American linebacker, uh, played over at St. Martin, moved around, and I think just became eligible yesterday to uh, play for the Indians, and he will suit up tonight from what I understand. Yeah, as a sophomore, uh, he already had Auburn, LSU, and Tennessee after him, and then he went to John Eric High School in New Orleans, and now he's back. All right, well, uh, we'll look forward to seeing him here in just a minute as uh, it's about time for National Anthem and uh, uh, the teams are getting ready to take the field. We are about uh, five minutes away from kickoff here in Biloxi, so we're going to step aside one more time, let a couple of our sponsors make themselves known to you, and we'll be back with high school football from Biloxi. You're listening to Tomcat Football presented by the Bank of Wigan. delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Crafting friendly service for life. Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, band members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jack's and Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jack's has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cats! All right, back here in Biloxi as the uh, Indian band wraps up the national anthem and uh, still uh, waiting on several of the Indian fans to show up down here. But let's go back down to the sideline, check in with Jody O'Hara roaming around over there somewhere. Jody, have you had a heat stroke yet? Well, I'll tell you what, it is getting hotter and hotter standing down here, Brother Wayne. Uh, <laughs> these guys, now that they've gone in and got all their full padding on, they're going to be appreciative of those water timeouts. Yep, uh, it is. I tell you, the, the the turf is good to play on, and, and for water, you can't beat it, Coach. But for heat, it, it absorbs the heat, and it'll give it off, and, and it'll be gone here in a little while. But as it is coming off, guess what it's got to go through? The you, player. It's you got, can almost actually see the heat rising off the field if you catch the sunlight just right. And here come the Tomcats, ladies and gentlemen. Jody, don't get run over out there now. Them cats in their brand-new white uniforms are ready to go, and Jameer Jamison leading the pack over to the far sideline. The uh, Tomcats coming in here 1-0 after a big win last week over uh, Harrison Central. And they come in here tonight, I believe, favored to win by the uh, Sun-Herald today, if I'm not badly mistaken. 21-20. to The Sun-Herald picked us to win by one. So. Oh, Lord. I don't know if I can take another close game like that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, last night was something else. When it comes down to a tying touchdown as time expires off the clock, 
uh, you've got yourself a football game, and they go for two to win, but uh, the Bulldogs break up the play and come out a one-point victor here. Well, I tell you what, I'm sure Perkinson was really happy last night. How was Chad Huff feeling after the game? Oh, man, as always, no voice for Coach Huff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know how that goes. Right. He, is, uh, he is one of the more... Uh, animated coaches. He is uh, on the field congratulating players. I mean, high fives and uh, you name it. He is a motivational type coach. It sound, now, listen to you and Matt, it sounds like the, the coaches need to get back on the sideline. They a lot, lot, had lot of warnings last night. Had a couple sideline warnings <laughs> out there last night for those guys, but uh, nonetheless, uh, <laughs> they never did uh, lose any yardage as a result. Oh, good, of it. good. But they did have a uh, have a couple of warnings over that. Well, I think maybe they did lose yardage one time. A well, five-yard sure. penalty. I yeah. him at church. Sure did. Yep, you have to get on it. <laughs> so here come the Tomcats. And uh, it looks like the Tomcats are going to kick away and the Indians are going to start with the football. And so the Tomcats will be on defense here as we get ready to go. Dawson Cudd is going to tee it up at the 40-yard line. And we will be ready to go here momentarily. Like Blux is going to put number three, German Smith, a sophomore, back deep to receive. And uh, you can look through these binoculars for the other number there. Yeah, you're going, have to, get some, you're going to have to get some binoculars out if you're going to look down there. Tosh Monroe, number 15, and number three, German Smith, are back deep to receive for Bluxy. All right, well, Dawson's got it teed up, 40-yard line. There's 12 minutes on the clock, and we are set to go. Here comes Cud, and we're underway. Short squib kick to the far side. It's going to hit the ground. The Tomcats can get the football, and I think they did. The Tomcats are going to come up with the opening kickoff, ladies and gentlemen. That was number 26, T.J. Polk. Wow. What an effort by the Stone High Tomcats to recover. And you said 27? 26, T.J. Polk. Going to set them up at the Indian 30-yard line. Jody, did you, did you, did you guess that one? Is Jody even with us? I most assuredly did not guess that one. I was shocked that none of those Valencia Indians got over there and got on that ball. That, you can that, bet, the you coaches have got to be having a conniption oh, fit on that other side. You can bet they're hearing about it right well, now. Yeah. Because they, what a break to start a high school football game. All right, game. so here's Travis Pico, 30-yard line, first and 10, wing T, Trey Arrington, right side, or left side, actually, and he'll be dropped for a loss into backfield, number 22 on the tackle back around the 34-yard line. So first play from scrimmage didn't work too well. Their leading tackler, Anthony Kraus, number 22, middle linebacker, 16 tackles, make it 17 on the season. All right, so that's a uh, loss of three on the play. They'll spot him at the 33-yard line, so not the way you wanted to start, but the Tomcats didn't expect to start with the football anyway. I'm looking for uh, number two, but I don't see him just yet. Well, there's number five out there. McCray, number five. Well, for, uh, oh, you talking about for Biloxi. Now, I don't see a number two yet, but there's a snap, and here is uh, Ken Trail bouncing oh. it out. Wide open field on the right. Here he is across the 30, across the 25, and he'll get up to about the 23, maybe, yard line, and we'll see where they spot it after the run. First play from scrimmage for Ken Trail McCray, or first carry from scrimmage, I should say. Took a dive play right there, right up the middle. Got stopped at the line of scrimmage. Reverse field, went to the right. Got good yardage. So a gain of nine on the play for McCray, and uh, that's what they've been waiting on. He bounced around, nothing on the left side. Went back to the right and was able to cut the corner. Get up uh, to the 24. Tomcats looking at a third down and four here. There's the snap, and this will be Arrington, left side. Arrington bullying his way across the 20 and down to about the 17-yard line. Trey Arrington. 
Yeah, you know, Erickson took the pitch to the left side right there from Travis Pico and just used his lower body strength to fight for that first down. Looks like they're going to spot him on about the 17-yard line. That's a gain of seven and a Farm Bureau first down for the Tomcats. And they're in business in the red zone for the first time here tonight. Tomcats coming back to the line of scrimmage on Rick Whaley and single coverage top side. And if uh, Rico Carter knew, there's Trey Arrington on the right side. Cuts it back into the middle and Trey will get up to the 11-yard line. So he'll pick up about three more for the Tomcats. Yeah, that was just a pitch right. And then uh, Arrington saw something he liked back toward the middle, took a cut, and it was able to get a good six yards. I'm sorry, that's a gain of six. I said three, didn't I? I need to double that. I was guessing Henri Quayley, though, has been in single coverage. Uh, Pico has not thrown a pass in the ball game. It's been Arrington, then McCray, then Arrington twice. And so uh, here we come back to the line of scrimmage. It's Jameer Jamison in the fullback slot. Arrington is the tailback. Wingman to the left, wide out to the right. There's the snap. Now Pico wants to throw it into the end zone. This is going to be Henri Quayley. Oh. And he couldn't hang on. Incomplete. Just a fade route to the corner. And Henri turned around, waited on it, went up, had his hands on the football, but could not hang on. Yeah, well, I was hoping to get a flag that time. The uh, cornerback uh, never turned his eyes back around to the quarterback. And uh, kind of was face guarding Henri, but uh, no call. So. So now it'll bring up a third down and four for the Tomcats from the 11-yard line. They pick up a first down, down around the seven. And here they are, wing T, same formation. This will be Arrington on the right side, cutting it back inside. Trey Arrington, touchdown, Tomcats! The Stone-Eye Tomcats have punched it in from 11 yards out. Credit Trey Arrington as he ran across the goal line. I'll tell you what, I'm going to credit Alex Gentry and number 74, Hagen Ladner, for opening up a... Uh, a huge hole for him to run through right there. All right, Jody, that was right in front of you down there on the sideline. Did it look as good up there, down there as it did up here? It looked beautiful, Trey, just come pounding around that, that right side. And I tell you what, this is uh, it's kind of nice to see the Tomcats, this is the second game in a row that they've scored on their first possession. If you'll recall last year, almost every game that they scored on their first possession, they won. So that's a good sign to get started here for the Tomcats. So with 9.21 to go, the Tomcats have struck first here, and they lead it 7 and nothing. We're going to take a really quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more football action. You're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favorates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. All right, Coach, back here in Biloxi as the Tomcats lead it by a score of 7 and nothing, courtesy of a Trey Arrington 11-yard scamper and Dawson Cudd getting set to get us back underway here. What uh, you want to bet these Indians will be after that ball on this kickoff? Oh, you can bet. I guarantee it. So here's Cudd going to be a squib kick again to the top side, and the Indians have a player up there, but this one is going to bounce out of bounds and that'll set the Indians up in good field position here. Yeah, they're going to get uh, 10 yards where the ball round of bounds about the 26-yard line. The ball's going to be spotted at the 35-yard line. The time cats were oh, about a half second late right there getting Yeah, hit. just a little bit late. So that one there kind of got away from Dawson Cudd, and here comes the Indian offense for the first time tonight, and there's number two going to be on the offensive side of the football as they're going to spot it at the 35-yard line. 
we uh, were told he's going to be using the Wildcat tonight. So, all right, we're going to see. Dante Starks will start in the quarterback position, and he is uh, a head taller than the running back to his left, which is number 23, Kenyatta Harrell. There's the snap, and this is going to be Starks coming near side, tripped up at the line of, uh, at the line of scrimmage, and he'll fall forward for a gain of three on the play. That was 21, Kelton Marshall taking him down. That was that uh, zone read right there, takes it to the tailback, and uh, Dante Starks kept it, but uh, Kelton Marshall took him off his feet after a three-yard gain. I gain a three, second down seven from the 38-yard line. There's a snap, and Starks will go to the left side this time, bouncing it out, running into traffic. He'll cut the corner, and he'll get up to about the 45-yard line, going to be really close to an Indian first down. Let's see, uh, number eight, Whitaker for Tom Katz. Hit him right at the first down marker. They're going to give him the first down, but that was his own play read to the left that time, and he had a couple blockers out there. All right, so it looks like it's going to be Starks tonight as he'll line up, trips to the right, single out left, and here's the snap. Starks going to take it straight ahead, and he runs into traffic at the line of scrimmage. Big Kendall Arrington hangs on, and Starks took his helmet off with him as he went down. Kendall Arrington's a big old boy himself, and uh, Starks kind of dwarfs him. And that was just one-on-one battle right there, and Stark wins it for a five-yard gain. That was a gain of five to midfield as uh, Stark gotten all the uh, Indian offense here. 8-13 and counting. Tomcats lead it by a score of seven to nothing. Trying to figure out an answer to Dante Starks here. Trips right, single out left again. Starks in the shotgun, and there's the snap. Starks runs into his running back, and the Tomcats are going to drop him in the backfield. Heads up play that time by number 15 for the Tomcat defense. That's um, Colby Willis. Colby Willis has been out ever since the Ocean Springs uh, Jamboree game. So he's been out for two weeks with a shoulder injury. Nice to see that young man as he gets great penetration back there for a loss. Back to the 45-yard line as Starks is tackled there. And Willis, a tackle for loss. So it'll be third down and 10 for Biloxi. Clock's at seven and a half minutes as it continues to roll. We'll come up on the heat timeout here in about a minute and a half. Trips to the left this time. Starks is not the quarterback. And we're going to have a pass out to the far side. Complete, but the Tomcats in good coverage that time up to about the 48-yard line on the reception for the Indians, number 13, Mondre Stewart. And on the tackle, Whitaker, that was just a five and in right there, and Whitaker was all over it. So, Jervin Smith, is that right? Number nine was the quarterback. Yeah, Jervin Smith, number uh, no, three. Cameron Suttis was the quarterback. Was it Smith, number three? Yes, on the reception. Okay, so three on the reception. Andre Whaley standing back at his own 21-yard line and waiting to punt. All right, here comes the punt. It'll come from the 36-yard line or so. Good snap, gets it off. High, wobbly kick. Henri going to take it on the run. Henri on the way. 35-40, midfield. Henri cutting back in. He's inside the 35, tackled at about the 34-yard line. Henri Quayley. <laughs> Didn't know if he was going to fair catch it or what, but listen, when he took those first couple steps up, he knew he was going to grab it. Received a great uh, crackback back block up around the 45-yard line and was able to get excellent field position for the Tomcats. So Enrique Whaley taking it down into Indian territory, and they're set up to go again. The Tomcats will have the football. Now we're going to have a flag down, way back down the field. So where they spot the flag at? At the 44-yard line. So he'll get credit up to the 44, and then the Tomcats, I think up a block in the back right there, and that'll be a penalty. So 
where it happened along where that track back block uh, occurred. So. so they're going to spot it back at the 34-yard line, so a 10-yard penalty. That's a special teams penalty. And the Tomcats have it first down and 10. What was a great game is now all the way back. So 6.30 to go here, and the Tomcat offense is going to trot back out on the field. Wing T formation, Enrique Whaley, the wide out, will be on the top side or the right side of Travis Pico. Now we're going to swap footballs here. We're going to have a new tailback in the game, number nine, Jacqueline Green. And he's, uh, he's electric if he gets out in the open. How about, how about Jalen Payton at fullback? We saw Jalen take it to the house about three times of the night. All right, so here come the Tomcats. There's a snap. This will be green left side across the 35 up to about the 37-yard line goes to Kalen Green. Listen, the Tomcats don't do anything fancy. The, the quarterback just turned around, tossed it back to Kalen, but the Indians' defense got great penetration that time, but Jalen still got three yards. Yep, got up to the 37-yard line, so three yards and a, and a few of those black beads that are down there on the turf. Oh. <laughs> Coming up on the heat timeout right after this play, there's green, going to be green again. Left side, green across the 40, up to about the 43-yard line or so. So a nice play that time by Ja'Kalen Green. Back-to-back -back carries, and green's up to actually, the 43. Actually, that was McCray, number five. Oh, okay, McCray then on the carry. McCray is a powerful young man, athletic, exciting. That, that should bring us to the heat timeout, but the officials are not stopping us here. Coming right on up to the line of scrimmage with 5.35 to go. Kentrell McCray is not in the backfield. This will be a fullback dive straight ahead, and uh, Jameer is going to take it up to the 45-yard line, and that should be enough for a Tomcat first down. Actually, that was uh, Peyton, Jalen Peyton. Oh, dear. I need to pay closer attention. <laughs> so Jalen Payton gets it up to the 45. That's enough for a Farm Bureau first down. And now I believe we're going to have our heat timeout, and we will. So it'll come as uh, the Tomcats are moving the football as we uh, take a listen to our heat timeout sponsor, Climate Control. We'll be right back to Biloxi after this. For over 30 years, the family team at Climate Control has been devoted to keeping our customers comfortable in more ways than one. Ms. Bishop was impressed that we came out the same day she called. Mr. Carson expected Climate Control to do a good job fixing his air conditioner, but he wasn't expecting such a reasonable price. And when we left the Abney home, it would never be powerless again because Climate Control installed their new standby generator. But best of all, everyone loves our new high-efficiency train system. It's hard to stop a train, and it's also hard to top the savings up to 50% on cooling costs. And right now, get 0% financing for 60 months with equal payments. So don't take chances with your home's comfort. For guaranteed satisfaction, remember, whether it's hot or cold, call Climate Control. Your train comfort specialist. That's Climate Control Heating and Air at 228-831-3725. Hi, back here in Biloxi, that's Trey Arrington. He'll take it straight ahead. He's into Indian territory, still chugging as he'll get up around the 47, 48-yard line of the Indians. We'll have to have to let the scrum unpile down there to see exactly where he's at. Just a turnaround pitch right there to Trey, and Trey bulldozes his way for eight yards. you got to give it up to that offensive line right there. They never quit to the whistle blues. They did not, and here come the Tomcats set up in Indian territory that time as Arrington 
Going to get the football up to the 47-yard line of Biloxi. And here comes a another sweep to the left side. This is going to be... Is that McCray? That's Kentrell McCray, and a flag comes down late. That's going to go against Biloxi as Kentrell gets up to about the 43-yard line. Kentrell took it to the left side that time, bounced it outside, was taken off his feet, and then a late, the late hit from number 22, the linebacker, uh, that's um, uh, Anthony Krause, their leading tackler, uh, was a little late. So we'll get the indication here. It is a personal foul against the uh, Indian defense. And they're going to move it up from the 43-yard line, 15 yards against the defense. And the Tomcats are going to be sitting pretty at the 28-yard line, first down and 10. 7 to nothing here, 439 to go in the first quarter. And the Tomcats almost in the red zone once again here this evening. See, what things got bad enough is they finally put Starks in at full uh, defense. Yep, Starks is in at the, uh, looks like the middle linebacker slot here. We'll see when they when they spread out. Indians suffering from a, a lot of injuries, we're told, and uh, certainly got a feel for him. Yep, Starks in the middle. There's a snap. This will be McCray to the right side, getting a good block from Arrington. And another flag coming down as McCray will go out of bounds at the 29-yard line. That's usually in the holding area, and we'll get a chance to see here. Holding against the Tomcats, and that'll stop the clock at 4.09. Yeah, boy, did a great job of setting the edge right there and. uh Kentrell had nowhere to go, just ran out of bounds, but there was a flag on the play, holding Tomcats, easy call right there. So a holding call is back to Tomcats up, they'll spot the football at the 41-yard line, so the penalty was, I guess, at the 31, spot of the foul penalty in high school football, it will remain first down, but it'll be first and 23. And here they come. Wing piece formation again. Henri Quayley, the long wide out to the top. And this will be, look like uh, Jacqueline Green straight ahead across the 40 up to about the 37-yard line. Jacqueline wanted to take that thing outside, but uh, cut and uh, planted his uh, feet and went back up the middle. And Dante Starks makes his first tackle of the game. Gain of four on the play. And uh, Starks making the stop there, as you heard Coach Miller say. I don't know which cord I've got hooked up here. I don't think I got Jody, but I'll get him hooked back up here. Wing T again on second down and 19. There's the snap. Pico wants to throw it. Pressure coming. Fires out to the far side. Complete to Henri Quayley. Down around the 21-yard line. They'll spot him at the 22. And a nice pass that time from Travis Pico. Great timing right there. Uh, Henri runs a 10 and out right there. And uh, he's going to be two yards short of the first down, but great timing right there by the quarterback and wide receiver. Fantastic job. It looks like about a third down and uh, four situation coming up. The uh, Tomcats need to get down to the 19 for the first down. And they're spotted on the 22-yard line. Third, uh, 3.21 to go here in the first quarter. Tomcats lead it 7 and nothing. Play clock down to 10, and here comes Pico back in with the play. They're going to have to hurry up. 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, and now we're going to have a timeout taken by the Tomcats. They don't want to give up a penalty here. So, guys, uh, first timeout of the night, the Cats take it to avoid the penalty. It comes with 3.21 on the clock, and the Tomcats doing good here moving to football. Yeah, really good job of the offensive line tonight, really setting the tone right there. And listen, a great timeout by our coaches. You know, you hear some fans say, that was a bad timeout, but that was a great timeout right there. Saving us a penalty. They get to discuss it. Listen, we're in two-down territory anyway. And I'm straining my eyes from here. Jody, are you able to see down there on the sideline? 
I can't even see him anymore. Hello? Jody? Oh, wait a minute. I, I bet you I got the wrong one. Up. There we go. Now, Jody, talk to it. Okay, I'm down here in the corner of the end zone. This is fun to watch. These uh, time cats are just pounding oh, the ball downfield and eating up chunks of yardage at a time. All right, here we come on third down and four. Stand by one. There's a uh, wing tee. This will be uh, Kentrell McCray. McCray bobbing and weaving, and he will get uh, uh, inside the 19. Should have enough for a Tomcat first down. Kentrell was hit at the line of scrimmage, turned his body, and actually got another uh, yard just by turning his body and falling forward. Uh, they're going to move the spot back to the 19-yard line, and that is enough for a Tomcat first down. In the red zone, the Tomcats picking up the Farm Bureau first down. They'll get a fresh set as the clock is stopped at 3.06 here while they reset the chains. There it goes back into motion again. So the Tomcats in the red zone for the second time tonight. First time was successful. We'll see what they do here. Pico under center. I formation to backfield. There's the snap. This will be a give to the winger coming near side. Cuts it upfield. Got a little opening inside the 10. Down to the 5. And finally bumped out of bounds at about the 2-yard line on the carry for the Tomcats that time was number 7. That's Enrique Whaley. Enrique Whaley takes that wing back reverse. And he cuts it to the sideline, but he said, we're going to have a flag. It looks like we may get our wide receiver for holding. Wow. Where's the flag laying? I don't see it. At the 10-yard line. So Enrique will get credit to the 10-yard line. And then the holding penalty against the Tomcats will back him up. And that's what it is, according to the official. So they'll back it up. It'll be first down and 12. Cats will have it at the 20-yard line, first and 12 from that spot. 2.38 to go, first quarter. Tomcats lead it 7 to nothing here in Biloxi. And uh, we are streaming. Uh, everything got green lights down here, so we look good to go. There's the toss. Kentrell McCray cutting it back into the middle. And McCray going to get inside the 20 to about the 19 before he's turned back by a host of Indians. Yeah, number 58 uh, for Biloxi. Let me see if I got a, a name on him. Jaden Krause, big defensive tackle. Got his hands around uh, Kentrell at the line of scrimmage, and uh, Kentrell could go anywhere. All right, so a pickup of a little bit less than a yard here. The Tomcats looking at second down and 11 as the clock continues to roll. to 11 and counting. Nice evening for football. Some cloud coverage uh, now moving into the area, but no threat of rain. And the Tomcats will now go to a split formation. Single outs on both sides. Whaley is to the left. Pico looking left, firing left. And this will be Enrique Whaley down around the 11-yard line. Makes the grab. And the Tomcats are in business here. Enrique Whaley runs a 10 and in that time. Pico hits him right in the hands. Travis Pico doing a wonderful job that time, picking up eight yards to Enrique Whaley. Third down and three from the 11-yard line. Right now, the Tomcats can just open up the playbook right here. Touchdown, Tim. Treat and the family listening in tonight. Here's a, a third and three play from the 11. Snap of the football. Kentrell McCray, and he takes it down to the five-yard line, bowling over number seven for the Indians. First and goal, Tomcat. DJ Smith, number seven, got an earful of McCray. McCray took the handoff away right through the two-hole on the right side. Big game right there. Boy, did he ever. Kentrell McCray tonight, first game he's played, six carries, 30 yards so far tonight. 
as the Tomcats are knocking on the door. First and goal, minute 13 to go here in quarter number one. They lead it 7 to nothing. And back comes Starks onto the field, the uh, All-American linebacker. Wide out to the right side this time. McCray in the deep tailback slide. Here's Pico. Kentrell McCray, left side, cutting it straight ahead. And he'll get up to about the four-yard line before uh, Starks and company turn him back. Starks said, uh, you know, we're not having any, any of this. And uh, him, him and Kentrell met the five-yard line, and uh, Kentrell went down. I think it was actually number five, uh, Chase Nadolowski. Or Nadlowski, who uh, initially contacted, but Starks came over to help out, and Samari didn't have anywhere to go. So the Tomcats looking at second and goal. Football still resting on the five-yard line, so uh, no gain on that play. And here they come to the line of scrimmage. Snap of the football. Trey Arrington straight ahead. Arrington bullying his way down near the one, getting a push. And did he get in? Nope, they're going to stop him at the one-yard line, it looks like. The official on the far sideline, maybe the two here. But Trey Arrington, I tell you what, if he gets ahead of steam going, he'll definitely run you over. I don't care what number you're wearing. Yeah, his lower body is just so strong. And that's going to be the end of the first quarter, Wayne. Yep, that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter. Tomcats lead at 7 and nothing, And we're going to take ourselves a commercial break. And we'll be back with second quarter action and the Tomcats knocking on the door right after this. You are listening to Tomcat Football presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Fasten, friendly service for my Bank of Wiggins The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life. And oftentimes, not only are you burdened with their passing, but you may also have to plan for their funeral. Trinity Funeral Services understands and is there to assist you in every step of the process. Comfort, compassion, and care. It's not only their slogan, but their practice with each and every service. Trinity Funeral Services in McHenry and Lumberton. Online at trinityfunerals.net. Hi, back here in Biloxi as uh, the Tomcats are knocking on the door here, folks, and they are threatening to punch it in. Arrington in the deep tailback slot from the two-yard line. This will be Trey Arrington left side. Did he get in? Touchdown, Tomcats! It took a few moments for the official to raise his hand, but Trey Arrington broke the plane, and the Tomcats are up 13 to nothing here, Todd. Listen, they went right at Dante Starks right there just to turn around and give it to Trey in the two-hole, and he just bulldozes his way in. And so the extra point attempt going to be coming up here off the uh, foot of Dawson Cudd, and we'll see if Cudd can uh, stretch it out to a 14-point advantage. And here we go. Here's Dawson. Kick is up on its way and splits the uprights. The kick is good. 11.54 to go before halftime. Tomcats up by a score of 14 to nothing. Jody O'Hara down on the sideline. How'd you like that one? Well, he's probably right or something. What about a first-year kicker in Dawson Cudd? Well, Dawson has uh, stepped up, and, uh, you know, he he was overshadowed by this kid named Mason Hunt for a little while. Uh, but Dawson has been quietly waiting for his time, and here he is 
for the Tomcats getting the job done. Well, I know he's a hard worker, and uh, and listen, he, he's like you said, he he put his time in, he waited, and now he's getting his chance. He did. Dawson's a uh, junior, and uh, so he'll he'll have a couple of years to strut his stuff around. But it's hard to come up in the shadow of somebody like a like a uh, Mason Hunt. Yeah, it just doesn't have the leg strength as Mason did. But listen, he did his job tonight with the first kickoff of the game. Jody, are you with us? Yeah, sorry, Brother Wayne. Oh, I was that's okay. I was in the midst of a wrestling match with these headphones. <laughs> Uh, and the headphones were winning. Did they get tangled up in that beard? They, well, they got tangled up in my camera strap. <laughs> All right, trying to keep them away from the beard. We can't afford to lose any more hair than we've already lost. Well, it's moving from the top to the bottom of your head there. I don't know. Well, how it's growing through my head. We call it mental flaw. All right, here's Dawson Cut. A little squib kick to the near side as the uh, Indians is going to fall on it at about the 38-yard line. And so that's where Biloxi will start as uh, Dawson Cudd doing the little squib thing again. And I'll tell you what, that was almost another turnover right there. It was. It, uh, they looked a little antsy on that. Maybe they should change their position a little bit. Did they, they script it. Did they let it bounce? Because I got a little no, smudge no, on the window here, and I can't really no, tell. It, 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 it didn't bounce. Fair call there. Okay. All right, so Indians come back out, and we still have number nine, uh, Cameron Suttis, in at quarterback. And Suttis. Trying to organize the Indian offense. Doubles, well, single to the left, doubles to the right. And now we're going to have a whistle as it uh, looks like the Indians. Yep, Indians going to take a timeout here. It comes at 11.47, and uh, they're going to take a moment to think about it. We're going to step away with them if we can and uh, try to let another one of our sponsors make themselves known to you. Back with more action from Biloxi. You're listening to Tomcat Football. I know you've heard the saying, they don't make them like they used to. And it's true. Furniture, home decor, art pieces and accessories, the antiques are more beautiful today than ever before. That's why Two Fast Friends in Wiggins welcomes you to come. Browse our air-conditioned showroom, featuring vintage selections from antiques to repurposed furniture, handmade crafts to lawn and home decor. Two Fat Friends, the best vintage market from the coast to the capital. Open the first and third Thursday through Sunday of each month, two miles south of the Wiggins Walmart on Highway 49. Two Fat Friends. All right, back, back here in Biloxi, as I can hit the pause button, there's a snap as uh, the football comes loose, but scooped up by the tailback, and he'll cut up field and get up to about the 41-yard line. Nice recovery that time. And I believe that was 23 on the carry, was it not? Yes, that was 23. That was uh, Kenyatta Harrell, sophomore running back. They're leading rusher has 151 yards on the year, 39 attempts. That's number 40 right there. So Harrell's going to take it up. He'll be spotted uh, at about the 42-yard line. So... Uh, gain of about four on the play, and uh, we saw the beanbag come out. So uh, thankfully they picked it up. Doubles to the right or to the left. A little play action pass, and or play action uh, to the right side. And Suttis going to take it himself, as uh, he'll get up a couple of yards up, maybe around the 44 yard line. Tomcat defenders up front doing a great job. Suttis take that uh, that jet sweep and just kept it up the middle. And that, that time Jameer Jameson met him after about a one yard gain. All right, so here's a third down and long situation for the Indians. Looks like about a third down, and we'll call it five, five and a half from the 43 and a half yard line. They're going to send trips to the left and a single out right. Still looks like a little confusion for the Indians here. There's the snap blitz coming. Suttis going to fire out to the near side. Quarterback was hit. Excellent pressure by Tomcats. 
he took it and he was wide open and he's able to break a tackle and get more yardage. All the way down to the Tomcat 28-yard line, so a gain of 28 on the play, and here's the Indians. Trips to the right this time. Sedis will bark the signals and then look to the sideline, and now we're going to have a timeout taken by the Tomcat defense. It comes at 10.07 to go, and uh, looks like one of the coaches over there didn't like what he saw, and so he's going to take a moment to think about it. Jody, what did he see that he didn't like? He's hunting that what? microphone. Where's it at? Where's it at? There he is. Can you hear me, Jody? Well, I can't hear you. Let's see. I, 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 there, there I am. Go. There he is. Takes it a second. I think there's a delay when we turn the power on on this microphone. I'm not sure what it was that Coach McGill saw, but it upset him badly, and he immediately started calling for a timeout. I'll tell you what. It looks like they got one more wide receiver uh, in the group than they, they've normally had. So the Tomcat defense making a little bit of a, uh, adjustments here. And they still got a timeout left, so maybe that was a valuable timeout to spend. Let that defense reset and get ready to, you know, the Biloxi here threatening for the first time really in the game. Yeah, well, they lead it by a score of 14 to nothing here. 10:07 to go, and here they come out of the timeout. Motion from left to right. He'll give it to the winger in motion. Cuts it upfield. Tomcat defense getting good pursuit, and what a play that time by Dennis Roberts. Came all the way from his uh, linebacker position and run him out of bounds at about the 28-yard line for no gain on the play. Jet sweep to the right that time, and uh, Dennis Roberts, number four, <laughs> held his own right there, uh, had, had ma uh, maintained the edge, and drug him out of bounds. So no gain with 9.59. They stopped the clock as he did go out of bounds. A second and ten play coming up here for the Indians. Doubles to the left, single out right, and set it. Going to give it again to Kenyatta. He'll come near side, and what a tackle in the backfield by Kendall Arrington. Loss back to the 30-yard line, so that's going to be a loss of two on that one. Kendall beat his man right on the snap, got the step, and just grabbed the running back in the backfield, threw him for a loss. So the Tomcat defenders saying, wait a minute now, we don't like this uh, in our house type of thing here on our side of the field. And the Indians... Trying to figure out something here on third down and 12. Apparently that was a good time out to spend. All right, so doubles to the right and to the left this time for Suttoth. There he goes back to pass, two-step drop, fires off, batted at the line of scrimmage, and the Tomcats batted, but it's come, picked off by one of the Indians. And he'll get inside the 30, pushed out of bounds at about the 26-yard line. And a nice heads-up play that time by Kenyatta. Uh, to come up with that loose football. Yeah, Trey Harrington, number 10, blitzed, got his hands on the football as the quarterback passed it, but it, it fell right into Kenyatta Walker's hands. So Kenyatta Walker picks up the loose football and gets it down. Won't be close enough for a first down. They're going to spot him at the 25-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five. It's fourth down and seven, and clock is stopped here with 9-11. Nope, it's back underway. There's the snap, and uh, that's going to be incomplete. Tomcat's going to take over. So the, the wide receiver ran a 10 and just turned around. The quarterback threw it. He wasn't even looking. The ball hit him in the hands and just went out of bounds. Wow. So I missed the play. I was trying to get the stack computer going here, but thank goodness it fell incomplete. Tomcat's going to take over with 9.04, and they'll head back the other direction. Got him like that. So uh, Coach McGill breathing a sigh of relief there at the Tomcats, able to uh, stop the Indian advance here. Put the tribe back in the teepee. Got Joshua Perry, uh, John Parker, Jason Overstreet, all listening on, on the app at home. 
good deal. Spread the word. Doubles to the left this time. New formation by the Tomcats. Quick turn and give, and this will be Ja'Kalen Green across the 25. The football came out, but they're going to say he's down at the 27-yard uh, line, 28-yard line. The Tomcats are using their stable of backs. So Ja'Kalen Green, Kentrell McCray. <laughs> Green picking up three to the 28-yard line, and so 8.46 and the clock moving here. Picked up a couple. So second down and call it seven. They're going to spot him at the 28. Singles to both sides this time. Pico, a green out of the backfield, and he'll try the left side. Flag comes down from the umpire, and green going to be stopped at about the 30-yard line. We'll sort the flag out here. Todd, let me know what it is. Holding Tomcats. Holding against the Tomcats. Imagine that. Just the same exact play, just to turn around and give it to Ja'Kalen uh, right up the middle, but he is stacked up. So Ja'Kalen Green is going to be stopped a little bit short here as the uh, football is going to be moved all the way back to the 19-yard line. That's where the holding took place. And so the Tomcats will be looking at a second down and 16 here. And they'll come to the line of scrimmage. Singles to both sides. Enrique Whaley's on the top. To the left of Pico. He's looking his way. Fires out to the right. And picked off. And this is going to be a pick six. And the Indians will walk it right on into the end zone. The defender in perfect position. And Travis Pico never should have let that one go, guys. Yeah, Enrique ran a 10 and out. And uh, Travis, for the first time all year, underthrew him. The defensive back was right there. Just took it to the house. Easy interception. That's Rico Carter. And Carter just walked into the end zone and allowed the Indians to get on the board here with uh, 7.52 to go in the second before halftime. Indians will uh, get a little bit of momentum out of that one, guys. Just a big momentum swing right there for the Indians. They get their home crowd excited. So here's the extra point attempt off the foot of number 40. Snaps down, kicks up, looked great from here. So with 7.52 to go, it is 14-7. The Indians, courtesy of a pick six here, off the uh, off the hand of Travis Pico looking for Henri Quayley. And we did have a flag on the play, but they'll assess that one on the kickoff. So uh, after a quick turnaround like that, guys, it's uh, going to be interesting here. Indians trail it by seven. Tomcats are up. We'll take a 30-second break. Be right back with more. You're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Boondocks Barbecue and Seafood is proud to be a supporter of the Stone County Tomcats, and we invite you to stop by and enjoy the tastiest burgers, sandwiches, po'boys, seafood platters, and barbecue in the area. Their all-you-can-eat buffet features hamburger steaks and fried chicken on Monday, pork chops, sausage, red beans, and rice on Tuesday. Spaghetti, lasagna, and pizza on Wednesday. And Thursday is fried and baked chicken with all the trimmings. Boondocks. Open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Sunday lunch buffet. Boondocks. 81 Main Street in Perkinson in the old Taylor's Food Store building. I'm back here in Biloxi coming out of the uh, timeout as the uh, penalty will be assessed on the kickoff here. And the Indians are going to have to kick from the 35-yard line. So uh, apparently... Uh, a minor infraction against the Indians, as uh, we'll get set here. Kate Ganey, number 40, kicking off for Biloxi. Number 40 is asking the official if he can free kick it. He wants to punt it instead of kick it off a tee. No, can't do that. No. 
cannot do that on the kickoff. I think you you called that perfectly, uh, Wayne. Travis Tito never should have let that pass go, but Enrique actually tripped up just as the ball was released and staggered a little bit, which may have uh, lent to number six's easy time grabbing that ball and taking it straight into the end zone. Well, they'll, they'll both think about it, I'm sure, as uh, uh, try not to make that mistake again. So, is that our first turnover of the year? I believe so. So, here is... Big number 40 to get us underway, Daryl Henderson. And there's the kick. No, that's not 40, but it's going to be taken at the 19-yard line. And across the 30, a trip-up turf monster got him at the 34-yard line. He'll fall forward to the 37, maybe the 38. It'll depend on the spot there. On the return that time for the Tomcats was uh, number 21, Kelton Marshall. Oh, and he could have got at least 16 more yards right there. <laughs> like, like Wayne said, the turf monster tripped him up at the... Uh, 37 or 38-yard line. So first and 10, Tomcat. 7:45 left here before halftime. All right, where are they going to spot him? 37 or 38? Well, the referee's got his foot on the 38. Yep, 38-yard line. So that'll be a uh, pretty good return that time by Kelton. Sets the Tomcats up with 7:45 to go here. First and 10 as they'll move left to right across your smartphone or whatever device you're listening on. Pico wing T formation, tight this time. The wingers in tight. On the top, here's Trey Arrington following his blocker. Left side across the 40, up to about the 42-yard line, and Arrington just lowers his shoulder and goes straight ahead. Yeah, Tomcats trying to left side of the line that time, and Trey just bulldozes his way for a good four, maybe, yeah, four yards. They're going to spot him at the 42-yard line, so that is a pickup of four for Trey Arrington. On the night, Trey has had eight carries, 38 yards, and scored both touchdowns here for the Tomcats, so having a good outing is Trey Arrington. 7.15, clock moving. Tomcats lead it 14-7. to 7. Indians showing blitz on the left side. There's a snap. This will be a give straight ahead, and uh, it is Harrington that gets up across the 45 to the 46-yard line before he ran into that immovable logic. Woo! Number 22, Anthony Krause, makes a fundamental tackle right there on Trey. You don't see Trey going backwards too much. Not after he gets a, a step or two of steam behind him, and he had it that time, but he certainly did. They're going to spot him at the 47-yard line. So gave him a, the benefit of an extra yard here. Gain of five on the play. It's going to be third down and one for the Tomcats here. 6.38, clock moving. Wing T formation again to the right. Here is Jacqueline Green as the flag comes down. Green going to be stopped right at a gain of a yard, and we'll see what the flag's all about here. Stone brings a smaller running back in. We're going to have an illegal shift. Is that what they're saying? Yep, illegal shift against the Tomcat offense. Wow, that's a five-yard penalty, and that'll back them up, and they'll replay third down. It'll be third down and six. 6.25 to go before halftime. Tomcats lead it 14-7 to seven here. Can now see if Kentrell's in the game. At tailback, now they're going to leave Jacqueline Green, the smaller back. So Green in at tailback. Single out to both sides here, and here's Pico. He'll give it a green, and green nowhere to go. He'll get up to about the 42, maybe the 43-yard line. Be lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Just a vanilla play right there. Just a straight handoff to green right up the middle, and Walter uh, was waiting on him. Yeah, they are going to spot him at the 42. No gain on the play. The Tomcats going to have to punt for the first time tonight. So we'll get to see Dawson Cud here as the clock moves under six minutes, and I guess we're going to take the uh, heat timeout. Yep, that's what we're going to do. Heat timeout, so we'll take it with them. We'll hear from our heat timeout sponsor, Climate Control, 
back to live action right after this. You're listening to Tom Camp Football. For over 30 years, the family team at Climate Control has been devoted to keeping our customers comfortable in more ways than one. Ms. Bishop was impressed that we came out the same day she called. Mr. Carson expected Climate Control to do a good job fixing his air conditioner, but he wasn't expecting such a reasonable price. And when we left the Abney home, it would never be powerless again because Climate Control installed their new standby generator. But best of all, Everyone loves our new high-efficiency train system. It's hard to stop a train, and it's also hard to top the savings, up to 50% on cooling costs. And right now, get 0% financing for 60 months with equal payments. So don't take chances with your home's comfort. For guaranteed satisfaction, remember, whether it's hot or cold, call Climate Control. All right, Coach, back here coming out of the heat timeout as uh, Henri Qualey is on to do the uh, punting duties for the Tomcats, and he will stand back around the 27-yard line or so. There's a snap. Henri, as the flag comes down, gets away a good punt to the left side. It'll hit, take a big Tomcat bounce, and go out of bounds at the 23-yard line, but we'll have to see what the flag's all about. Well, we may have a hold. He's... He's got his back to us, but he's no false start. Well, procedure against the Tomcats. Isn't that something? So we'll cancel that, back him up five yards, and they'll have to do it again. Clock is at 541 here. Our, start, our starting punter uh, last year was the starting punter last night for Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, but Enrique stepped in. His first punt last week was 44 yards. Line of screw is going to be uh, backed up to uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of the 36-yard line, 37-yard line. And so, Henri Quayley going to get another shot at it here. Henri will stand at the 18. Another flag comes down. Same official, near side, and a muff punt. But this is all going to come back as well. Yeah, Montgomery number four musted at the uh, 31 yard line, but is able to fall on it at the 29. And he's saying a false start over here on this side, so that'll back him up five more yards. Somebody get up. Jody, get over there and take his flag away. I don't know what's going on with this dude. Well, last week we were jumping off sides on defense, and now we're jumping off sides on offense. Jody, your microphone is hot, by the way. Oh, I've got you. I've got you turned down. I'm sorry. There well, you know. keep on turning me down, but I'm a customer to that, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having to You know, back. it's kind of funny. Last week and in the scrimmage at Ocean Springs, it was the defense that was taking all the, uh, you know, the fundamental. Yep. Now it's the penalties, and now the offense. Several holdings, several false starts, and an illegal shift. They just keep right. moving backwards. There's a uh, punt. It gets away. No flag down. Pearcats still gets off a great Pearcats call for a maid, and that's probably going to bring yeah. the flag for catch interference against the Tomcats sure at the 45-yard line. Yeah, there was four Tomcats around, uh, not around him, on top of him. I don't know how he called it. So the 35-yard line, Enrique gets off a 33-yard punt, and a fair catch was called for but there's going to be a penalty against the Tomcats here for catch interference. You can just about bet. Clock is sitting at 5.14 here as the uh, White Hat takes his time getting down the field. Is that a five-yard high school penalty? I believe so.
Yep, they're going to step it off against the Tomcats. That looks like a 10-yarder. Yep. Wow. That's going to be a 15-yarder. Wow. Okay. So a penalty against the Tomcat special teams all the way up to midfield to set the Indians up first and 10 from that point. Single to the right, doubles to the left for Suttis, still in at quarterback here. And he looks to the sideline. Play clock, not a factor. There's the snap. Suttis wants to throw it. Fires out left side, and that's going to be short of the intended target over here. It'll skip off the turf incomplete. He was looking for number three, uh, Jervin Smith. Jervin just ran a little in route right there. Quarterback uh, didn't have enough mustard on the ball and just skipped it to him. He didn't have any mustard on it. <laughs> Looked like a little ketchup or something, but no mustard. So 5.09, the clock stopped on the incompletion here. Tomcat still hanging on to a seven-point lead. And here's a second and ten play by the Indians. Snap of the football, a give out of the backfield, and left side breaking across one tackle. Helmet comes off at the 44-yard line, and he's going to have to come out of play, does Kenyatta Harrell. Harrell takes his own read to the left side. Hurdles a couple Tomcat defenders and is smacked uh, after about a six-yard gain. That gain of six up to the 44. It'll be third down and four as the clock is under five minutes here. And Kenyatta has to come to the sideline for a play since his helmet came off. Doubles to the right. Single out left. There's a snap. Set it. Little play action option read. And the tailback slipping one tackler. Breaks through a hole. He's into the secondary and down to the 30-yard line. On the carry that time is number 15 for the Indians. That's Tice Monroe. Tice Monroe playing defensive back tonight, but it comes in and runs the ball. Makes a great cut. Had nothing to the inside you saw, but that cut slipped past a couple defenders, picks up the first down. Yep, gain of, uh, let's see, 14 on the play and an Indian first down all the way down to the Tomcat 30-yard line. <coughs> 426 and counting here first quarter. Doubles the move to the left this time. Suttis fires over left side, wide open, catch made, and a tackle at the 20-yard line, tackled by, looks like Jamie Bolton for the Tomcats. Azure Brown, number 11 on the reception, that's a slot receiver on the left side, ran, runs a slant route, and quarterback hits him, gets another first down. Uh, that's another Indian first down, and they seem to have found some stuff here to move the football guys. They're going to mark him at the 19-yard line. Suttis still in at quarterback. There's a snap. Wants to throw it. Does so right side. And that time, Henri Quayley tried to step inside. It'll fall incomplete as he and the uh, defender or the receiver collided. And so Suttis pass incomplete there. D'Angelo Mayers, they said he was going to be injured this game. It looks like he's uh, playing, but yeah, Henri showing off. Well, that, that's number four. My bad, number four. But Henri showing off his deaf defensive skills. All right, so uh, the Indians, second down and 10. Tomcats trying to keep them out of the end zone before the end of the first half here. Defense trying to tighten up a notch. Single coverage, doubles left, single right. Suttis wanted to throw it again. Fires out to the right side. Touchdown, Indians! Slot receiver number 11 du jour just runs, runs from his slot position straight down the field. Quarterback hits him in stride. Easy touchdown. I tell you what, that was almost too easy, guys. Indians within a point of tying it here, and uh, the Tomcat secondary called into question. Yeah, well, Biloxi, ever since the second quarter began, has spread us out, and is just picking apart our defense with passes. In the deep safety position for the Tomcats, T.J. Uh, Polk was back there. 
And here's the extra point attempt coming off the foot of uh, number 40, I believe, Daryl Henderson. There's the snap. Kick is back. Tomcats almost get to it, but it is up and good. So with 3.56 to go here in the first half, we are tied in Biloxi. Tomcat 7, Indian 7. Quick 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with more action from Biloxi. You're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life, but it can also be a time to celebrate their life, the relationship you shared, and honor the memories you've made with them. Trinity Funeral Services is there to assist you. With pre-need and pre-arrangement services, Trinity Funeral Services also accepts all valid insurance plans and will work with other service providers offering you comfort, compassion, and care as they help you celebrate the life of the ones you love. Trinity Funeral Services, online at trinityfuneralservices.net. Right back here in Beloxie, guys, and I believe that's Cade Ganey, the uh, Indian kicker number 40. The uh, roster we downloaded from Max Prep obviously is incorrect. Just got word from uh, Wiggins, Mississippi. Someone else has just downloaded the app, Jason Overstreet. Oh, he's listening look out. Engineering town. That's the 12,246th person to download. Well, it took him two hours, but he's an engineer. So. <laughs> All right, thanks to uh, Jason Overstreet listening in tonight. 3.56 to go, first half action here, and the Indians kicking off. And here's Ganey, deep kick down the near sideline, going to be taken at the five-yard line. This looks like Conry Quayley finding the seam, left side across the 30, 35, bounce off another 40. He'll step out of bounds at about the 43-yard line, does Conry Quayley. And he is electric when he touches the football. Is that young man exciting or what? Wow. Dan Mullen, if, you, if you're not doing anything tonight, please turn on the stream. Please watch this young man. He's not listening to this. Good <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Number seven, Enrique Whaley, is just a highlight film. Oh, just waiting to happen. Well, you can you can call up there, send him a text message or something, and tell him about Enrique. I'm sure Enrique would entertain a thought to be recruited by Mississippi State. All right, here's the Tomcats' chance to take the lead here. 3.45 to go before the intermission. And single outs, uh, wing T formation, wide outs to the top. Cross it over to Kentrell McRae, reversing his field. And this is not going to go good for Kentrell. <laughs> Kentrell, it looks like he started before everybody else did. Went to the left side, reverse stood him, but the defensive end met him uh, helmet to helmet and dropped him for a big loss. McCray going to be spotted back at the 39-yard line, so that is a loss of four for Contrell. McCray just nowhere to go that time. Second down and 14 for the Tomcats here. 317 clock rolling right along toward halftime. Tomcats will be in that tight wing tee. Everybody's on the left side here is Jacqueline Green. Green will get across the 40 to the 42-yard line before forward progress is stopped. And the Tomcats are going to have to look to another option here. The Indians have uh, just about figured out. Turn the play, uh, page in the playbook, Coach. I tell you what, momentum, y'all were talking about momentum last night in the Gulf Coast game. It has swung to bless the Indians. It absolutely has, as the uh, Tomcat offensive unit struggling just a little bit here. I think you've got it right, Brother Wayne. Those, uh, the Indians have figured out the stone offense in that running game. They're going to have to change it up and throw a wrinkle in there if they're going to accomplish anything here before the half. Winger in the wideouts, tight end on the right side. Here's Green trying the left side, found a little bit of a seam, 45-50, and into what? Indian territory. Jacqueline almost squirted free. He'll pick up a Tomcat first down at the Indian 45-yard line. The smallest running back in the stable. <laughs> 
gets met at the line of scrimmage, but somehow he fights and he fights and he fights for first down yards. 13 yards on the play, Coach, and uh, uh, Tomcat first down. So 2.17 clock moving right along here as uh, the Tomcats trying to figure out a uh, uh, good thing. There's a flag coming down, then another flag as the uh, football was given over the left side. And that looked like uh, DeKalen again on the carry. And we're going to have to sort out the penalties here. Clock will stop with 2.02. we got a holding against the Tomcat offense. We've got a second flag that came from the secondary. And then a procedure call. So that's going to negate both of them. And we'll see where they start walking from. I think they're going to start at the line of scrimmage and uh, walk off 10 yards here. Tomcats shooting themselves in the foot with these uh, untimely penalties tonight. Couldn't come at worse times. Yep, holding against the Tomcats. And uh, procedure is going to be declined. So 2.02 to go. Tomcats looking at a first and 20 now. Line of scrimmage will be the Indian. 45-yard line. Oh, I'm sorry, the Tomcat 45-yard line. Indians are in uh, tight coverage. Looks like they got eight in the box here. There's a snap. I tossed a green left side. Found a little bit of a hole. There's a flag, uh, not a flag, but a towel comes ripped down. DeKalen going to pick up two to the 47-yard line, but not much more. Yeah, but Lucky is not respecting the passing game whatsoever. They got about ten guys in the box, and it's just hard for Guys, to find room. Why would you? You knew your guy threw a pick six on the last play, and uh, he's probably not going to throw it. <laughs> tight formation coming to the line again as the Tomcats have the winger in tight on that right side. Here's the Kalen flag coming down near oh. side, and I'm telling you, Jody, you need to get over and take the flag away from this side official. I'll, I'll tell you what, the, the Tomcats are just absolutely shooting themselves in the foot with these penalties. I, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall be. in the locker room and hear Coach John Feaster when he talks to him about the umpire the, doesn't even know there's a flag down. I don't know how Jacqueline got up from that hit by Starks, uh, the LSU Auburn. The umpire, the umpire hadn't even seen the penalty mark. The yardage stepped off. He's given no indication. <laughs> It's turning into a little bit of a farce out there. I, I just, I don't understand that one. The the white hat never gave a signal to the uh, to the box yeah, up he, here. He still hasn't given a signal. Here we go. It's going to be second down and a long way to go here. Tom, the Tomcats are going to take a timeout with a minute three on the clock here, as they have obviously stepped off the penalty back to the 42 yard line. So that was a, a five yard penalty against the offense for some reason. Second down and 23. And now where's the timeout he just indicated? There it is. I guess there it comes. I, I don't know if the Zebras are in control anymore or not. I don't even know if they know what they're doing. Nonetheless, uh, timeout on the field, a minute three to go, all tied up at 14, and the Tomcats looking at a, a second down and long. We'll take a really quick break. We'll be right back here with more right after this. You're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. For the most unique shopping experience from the coast to the capital, shop two fat friends in Wiggins. You'll find treasures galore. Open this week all day through Sunday. They're open once a month. Vendors come from miles away to show off their unique items and one of a kind. You'll find classic items to decorate your home. Two fat friends, US 49 in Wiggins. All right, back here in Biloxi, as uh, you heard from two fat friends that time, the uh, vintage market there on Highway 49. 
Second down and long. There's the snap. Pico going to give it to the winger. Left side. Big hole across midfield and down the far sideline. One to beat. And he'll be wrestled out of bounds. And that might have drawn a penalty, but no flag flying as he'll get all the way down to the 29-yard line. And on the carry that time for the Tomcats, number four. And that's going to be Dennis. Is that Dennis Roberts? Dennis Roberts. You realize why there's no flag in that, Brother Wayne? No, I don't. Uh, the perpetrator was wearing red. <laughs> Come on now. Well, I'm a homer. I'm, I'm a homer. All the way down to the 29-yard line, a pickup of 29. Here's the Tomcats. Toss back to the tailback this time. This is Arrington, and he'll get across the 25 to the 24-yard line. So picking up five yards on the play is Trey Arrington. You have a starting middle linebacker for the Tomcats, lines up at tailback, just takes the pitch, and uh, just goes straight ahead for five yards. Clock down to 36 seconds to go here in the first half of play, guys. And so the Tomcats running out of time rapidly. There's a snap again, and this one's going to be uh, not going very far as uh, the Tomcats try to hurry things up here. I'm not sure if they have any timeouts or not. The scoreboard is showing no timeouts, 18 seconds left. And the football was spotted at the 22. I don't even know who carried the football that, that was time. That Trey again. Trey again to the 22, and so... That was a pickup of a couple. There's a snap again. Pico wanting to throw it. Fires into the end. Wide open. Touchdown. Tomcats. Dennis Roberts on the reception. The same touchdown that Biloxi hit us with, we hit them with. Dennis Roberts on the uh, same route. Just straight up the middle. Pico hits him in stride. Touchdown. Travis Pico connects with Dennis Roberts. Touchdown. And the Tomcats score with two seconds remaining on the first half clock here. And, you know, the Sun-Herald might be on to something. They said we were in for a barn burner. And so apparently we are. Dawson Cudd's out for the extra point attempt. And here it comes. There's a snap. Cudd's kick is up and on the way. Splits the uprights. And with two seconds remaining before halftime, the Tomcats take a seven-point advantage here, courtesy of a 22-yard uh, touchdown strike from Travis Pico to Dennis Roberts. We're going to have to kick that one over again. Got a flag on the field? Yeah, false start against the Tomcats. Wow. Can you believe how many penalties that we've had? Listen, Biloxi not not looking for the pass. They think we're just going to run time off the clock. And uh, Tico just drops back, hits Dennis Roberts from that tight end position, going straight down the middle of the field. How, how, listen, great job to hang on to that ball. All right, so Dawson going to have to spot it down at the 15-yard line, pretty much a 25-yard field goal. Plenty of range, and we'll see if they can do this one without drawing any laundry. There's a snap, and the kick is on its way, and that one splits the uprights as well. And so it's still 21-14 to 14 here as uh, Dawson adds the extra point. You know, Coach Fisher didn't even want to talk about special teams last <laughs> last Friday afternoon or uh, around lunch. Uh, he was scared half to death, but Dawson showing a strong leg right there. All right, the Tomcats have only had 11 penalties in the first half here, guys, so... Only no, eleven. No, yeah, well, just eleven for uh, ninety yards. So we, you know, we won't, we won't, we won't go into that very much. As long as we're winning. <laughs> well, currently we are twenty-one fourteen. Nice to have everybody along with us well, tonight. And uh, the stream apparently is uh, working as designed. We are thankful we worked out some kinks, and so maybe that uh, will continue. Go ahead, Jody. If you think about it, the fact that they took 11 penalties for 90 yards in that first half, it's rather astounding that they're still likely, unless there's a run back here on this kickoff, but they're very likely going to go into the locker room with a 21-14 lead when they've given up 90 yards in penalties. And now the officials 
comes up, grabs the football, and says, you can't use that one. you got to bring us another one. Bring one that has a K written on it. They mark all those footballs beforehand to make sure, you know, they check the air pressure and all of that and the other. Don't want to... One of them New England style issues down here. Now he'll move out and Dawson Cut will tee it up. 40 yard line left to right. Two seconds on the clock here and I would expect a squib along the ground just to run the time off the clock here. And here we go. And Dawson gets a foot in it. Left side this time. Big hole over there and it bounces out of bounds. So that's going to set the Indians up at about the 35-yard line. Still two seconds on the clock. Instead of going right with it that time, Dawson uh, kicked it to the left. And uh, just one of them pooch kickoffs again. And it hits around on the left, on the right hash mark, and just bounces out of bounds. So. Don't forget, coming up in the Boondocks Halftime Report, we'll uh, take a complete look at stats and uh, let you know what's going on. We'll get Todd on his phone over here and see how see how smart he is to try to round us up some scores from out and about and uh, we'll see if we can't uh, keep you all up to date. got to text B. Awesome if it was streaming video. <laughs> well, it could have been. <laughs> you got a blank check? John Parker? Uh, no, he don't have a blank check. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so two seconds here's the Indians. They're going to double out to both sides here with uh, uh, that is uh, Starks in at quarterback. And there's the snap. Stark's going to run it to the uh, top side. A little bit of holding up there. No flag on the play. And Stark's going to be met at the 48-yard line drop to the turf. And that'll bring us to the end of the first half. So uh, Stark back in at quarterback there for a play. And uh, he'll pick up a few yards rushing there to add to his stats. As he'll get up to about the, where they spot him? At the 49-yard line or so? Got another, got another listener, Matt Goins. Man, I tell you what, Wayne. I'm telling you, we're uh, picking up the audience here tonight. Tom Cat wow. Pride uh, marching out on the field. Jody, your thoughts here in the first half of play? Well, I tell you, just like I was saying a few seconds ago, uh, Wayne, it's amazing with the number of penalties. I don't know how many offensive holdings there's been, about five or six, and the number of false starts, the illegal shifts, and to give up 90 yards in penalties and a half of football and still go into the locker room with a 21-14 lead is, is really quite impressive if you think about it. I, I really agree. I mean, you're giving up uh, almost a football field there. And, uh, and not only that, a penalty does more than take yards away from you guys. It stalls your momentum. And uh, so uh, a lot of negative connotations when it comes to a penalty. I don't know if that chair is bad or I'm too heavy, uh, but one of the two. I sat down in it and it went, it went down with me. You did, have, you you did have a large fry at McDonald's. I did. I Just did. one or half a dozen of the other there, brother. <laughs> uh, the peanut gallery charging in here. All right, we're going to take a uh, break. Let some of our sponsors make themselves known to you. Tom Katz at halftime up by 7, 21-14. And uh, it's been an interesting first half of football. Todd and I will have a complete look at stats and everything else. When we come back, you're listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Boondocks Barbecue and Seafood is proud to be a supporter of the Stone County Tomcats, and we invite you to stop by and enjoy the tastiest burgers, sandwiches, po'boys, seafood, platters, and barbecue in the area. Boondocks even has an all-you-can-eat lunch buffet, and the buffet on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights features fried catfish and shrimp, ribs, brisket, smoked sausage and chicken, gumbo, and more. Boondocks, open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for Sunday lunch buffet. Boondocks. 81 Main Street in Perkinson, in the old Taylor's Food Store building. The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life. 
but it can also be a time to celebrate their life, the relationship you shared, and honor the memories you've made with them. Trinity Funeral Services is there to assist you. With pre-need and pre-arrangement services, Trinity Funeral Services also accepts all valid insurance plans and will work with other service providers offering you comfort, compassion, and care as they help you celebrate the life of the ones you love. Trinity Funeral Services, online at trinityfuneralservices.net. For over 30 years, the family team at Climate Control has been devoted to keeping our customers comfortable in more ways than one. Ms. Bishop was impressed that we came out the same day she called. Mr. Carson expected Climate Control to do a good job fixing his air conditioner, but he wasn't expecting such a reasonable price. And when we left the Abney home, it would never be powerless again because Climate Control installed their new standby generator. But best of all, Everyone loves our new high-efficiency train system. It's hard to stop a train, and it's also hard to top the savings, up to 50% on cooling costs. And right now, get 0% financing for 60 months with equal payments. So don't take chances with your home's comfort. For guaranteed satisfaction, remember, whether it's hot or cold, call Climate Control. Your train comfort specialist. That's Climate Control Heating and Air at 228 831 3725. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, band members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jack's in Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jack's has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cat! When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favrates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. Hi, guys, back here in Biloxi Indian Stadium at halftime. Tomcats up by a score of uh, 21 to 14, and uh, been an interesting first half of play here, Coach. I, I tell you what, you could ask for a better start by Stone County. We basically owned the first quarter, doing anything we wanted to do on the ground in the air. I tell you what, Biloxi took a big momentum swing there to start the second quarter. Everything just started going their way through the air on the ground. And uh, I tell you what, it all started when they put their second, well, their second string quarterback, who's actually been the starter since the first game, his last name is Suttis. And uh, they put him in there. He started settling things down, controlling things, and uh, tied things up. And then right there, the last minute of the, the uh, second quarter, we just shocked him, I think, with a big touchdown pass. They wasn't expecting I believe you're right. Travis Seco, unofficially, three out of five in the first half, just 45 yards passing, one touchdown. That came to Dennis Roberts late in the second quarter. Uh, Henri Qualey had two, has two catches in the ballgame, 23 yards on the night for him. 
Uh, that's the story of the Tomcat passing attack. On the ground tonight, it looks like uh, Trey Arrington leading the way. 11 carries, 50 yards so far for Trey tonight. Two touchdowns. Right behind him, Ja'Kalen Green, 8 carries, 29 yards. McCray, 8 for 26. And Dennis Roberts, that one big run for 29 yards coming out of that wingback slot and running down the uh, top sideline over there. So the Tomcats uh, not doing a bad job. Two touchdowns on the ground, one in the air, and they lead it 21-14. to 14. For the Indians, Cameron set a 6 out of 9, 66 yards and a touchdown. He did hit DeJure Brown uh, on that 28-yard strike for a touchdown. Uh, Brown has three, uh, three receptions, 58 yards on the night. Jervis Smith has one catch for three, and Kenyatta Harrell has two catches for five yards. Uh, the Indians on the ground, uh, Dante Stark, five carries, 26 yards for him so far tonight. Harrell has three carries for eight yards. Tyce Monroe, one for 14. And Cameron Suttis has rushed it once for 12, uh, I'm sorry, for two yards. So, uh, the Tomcats doing a nice job against the Indians' ground attack here, Coach. Uh, I tell you what, uh, basically, like you said last night in the Mississippi Gulf Coast game, they shut down Itawamba. Itawamba had to, you know, pass the whole rest of the game, and Tomcats have basically shut down the Bloxy run game, and that's why we saw them go to the air so much in the second quarter. Well, Jody O'Hara's down on the sideline. He watched all the action from field level, and uh, Jody, uh, the Tomcats are doing a good job against the rush defense. The All-American starts coming here tonight, playing his first football game of the year, leads the way with just 26 yards. Monroe right behind him on that one carry for 14. Otherwise, the uh, Indians don't really have a ground attack. The Tomcats have done an excellent job of shutting down the running game. I and mean, both of the touchdowns for the Indians, one obviously on the pick six of Travis Pico's pass, the other one on a pass play that nobody touched that receiver coming out of the backfield, and he just he was untouched going into the end zone. So they have shut down the run very effectively today. All right, an overview. The Tomcats have 10 first downs to the Indians, seven, one by way of the pass, and uh, nine coming off the ground. The Indians, uh, seven first downs, three uh, by pass, three by rush, and one from a penalty. Uh, third down efficiency tonight. The Tomcats are eight out of nine. The Indians, two for four. On fourth down, the Indians are 0 for 1. The Tomcats have not uh, went for it on fourth down so far. Total yards of offense, the uh, Tomcats have 189 so far here in the first half of play. 116 for the Indians. Uh, the Indians have 66 in the air and 50 on the ground. The Tomcats 45 in the air and 144 on the ground. Uh, Travis Pico is uh, 3 out of 5. Average of about a 15-yard pass attempt. Uh, our passing average uh, is 15 yards, about 9 per play. Uh, 11 for uh, Suttis for the Indians, uh, about 7.5 yards a play. Rushing, uh, the Tomcats have ran it 30 times. They're averaging 4.8 yards a carry. The Indians have ran it 10 times, averaging 5 yards a carry. But the big story here in the first half is the penalty markers, Coach. And, uh, uh, you know, we started out with uh, a couple here and there, but uh, I tell you what, the Tomcats have made several mistakes down the stretch. And I'm sure when, you know, Jody interviews Coach Spicer at the end of the game, his first words are going to be, we got some work to do. And, you know, when you, you fix things on the defensive side of the ball, now the offense starts having some hiccups. And so I'm sure the coaches are addressing that right now. Well, uh, 11 penalties for 90 yards against the Tomcats, and uh, a couple of those are special teams penalties, but the, uh, uh, the lion's share of them go against the offense tonight. Just one defensive penalty for 15 yards against the Tomcats. And, you know, Coach Feaster talked about it, so maybe he worked on his defense, but now Coach Danner and uh, 
uh, uh, uh, uh, Marcus Hinton, and uh, who's the other one? The beard. Uh, Coach Miguel. No, that's defense. Calco. Calco. That's, I don't know why I couldn't come up with his name, but Coach, Cal- Coach Calco and company got to work on the offense, and you can bet they're addressing that as we speak. Got to talk to Coach Calco this week. I said, Coach, listen, the offensive line is playing great so far this year. What is your message to them? He said, Coach, we asked them to do two things. I said, are you kidding me? He said, no. We asked them to fire off the ball and just get their head in the right position and, and just, you know, and, and I said, is that it? He said, yes. We keep it simple, and we just ask our guys to give it all they got from whistle to whistle. All right, the Tomcats did turn it over once on the interception, a pick six that was taken all the way to the house uh, by uh, the uh, uh, Indians, number six, Rico Carter, as uh, Pico was looking toward Henri Whaley, and uh, Carter just stepped in front, picked it off, and took it to the end zone. The Tomcats did open the scoring as uh, Pico gave it to Trey Arrington, an 11-yard carry, 7 to nothing Tomcats at about the 10-minute mark after the Tomcats start getting the opening kick, Coach, an onside kick that uh, really wasn't designed to do that, but they come up fortunate. Yeah, Dawson could. I'm sure they worked on it all week in practice. He couldn't have put it in a better spot. In fact, uh, Bluff, the guy didn't even touch it. It bounced, and we were able to pounce on it and go from there. The Tomcats would not score again in the first, and uh, to open the second quarter, they were in Indian territory. Travis Pico handed off to Trey Arrington again from two yards out. Touchdown, Tomcats cut as the extra point. It's 14 to nothing early on in the second. And then the uh, pick six occurred, Rico Carter, and uh, 14 to seven was the score at about the eight-minute mark of the second quarter. Sutton then hits uh, DeJure Brown, and Brown took it in from 20 yards out to tie the football game after the extra point at about the four-minute mark in the second quarter. And the Tomcats showed good poise taking the football coach and driving it all the way down, punching it in the end zone. Well, I'll tell you what, we, we had several penalties that pushed us back, and then we started just running the ball, running the ball. Biloxi brought everybody up, and then we sent Dennis Johnson on a scene route up the middle and hit him. For the touchdown. All right, so at halftime it is 21-14. to 14. The Tomcats uh, uh, are leading most of the stats, even time of possession, 17 minutes and uh, to about 7 minutes or so uh, for the uh, Tomcats here as the first half has come to an end. The Biloxi Indian Band is uh, down on the field performing, and we're going to step away and let uh, one of our sponsors make themselves known to you. We'll be back here with more from Indian Stadium. You are listening to Tomcat Football, presented by the Bank of Wiggins. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Fasten friendly service from us. Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. Hey, this is Morgan with Jack's Home Improvement Center in Wiggins. Jack's has been a proud supporter of Tomcat football since 2003, and we want to wish the best of luck this season to the Stone High football team, band members, and cheerleaders. Visit us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at Jackson Wiggins. Whether you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, Jackson has the supplies you need and advice you can count on from neighbors you trust. Let's go, Cats! 
When you're considering auto insurance, what are your favorite things to look for? Local agents, competitive rates, fast-friendly claims? Well, you're in luck. Mississippi Farm Bureau combines all your favorite things about auto insurance to create fave rates for our safe drivers. Call your local Farm Bureau insurance agent today or get a free quote online at favrates.com. New auto rates, same great service. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In Stone County, call 601-928-7351. The death of a friend or family member is one of the most difficult times of life. And oftentimes, not only are you burdened with their passing, but you may also have to plan for their funeral. Trinity Funeral Services understands and is there to assist you in every step of the process. Comfort, compassion, and care. It's not only their slogan, but their practice with each and every service. Trinity Funeral Services in McHenry and Lumberton. Online at trinityfunerals.net. Hi, we're back here in Biloxi, Mississippi. As uh, we're at halftime, the Indian Band is outperforming. And uh, let's go down and check in with Jody O'Hara as uh, he's got a little information for us on some Harvey relief efforts. Jody? Hey, Brother Wayne, I'll tell you what. If we really want to step out in faith and, and try to be the visible hands of Jesus in our, uh, in our community, by extending a hand to those people in Texas that are suffering, and southwestern Louisiana. We've got several things going on in Stone County. Um, the Wiggins Church of God in Christ, they are located at 628 Newton Street. Now, that's right between First Street and Magnolia Drive, just off Highway 26. A week from tomorrow, on Saturday, September 9th, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., they'll be accepting donations there at the church, and they're asking for new clothing, slightly used clothing. They're asking that if you do bring clothes, please wash them before you bring them. And then, you know, anything in the whole gamut of personal hygiene items, as well as cleaning items, bleach, uh, mops, uh, handy wipes, stuff to wipe, you know, disinfectant wipes to wipe stuff down. Uh, many here from the, the coast will remember the horrible, horrible mess after the water receded after Katrina. And I think this flood event is a whole lot worse than that was. Well, it's certainly going to be on a whole lot larger scale. I mean, you're talking oh, about a major metropolitan area, the fourth largest city in the country, literally underwater. Absolutely, and under a lot of water. Uh, now, at the same time, uh, Pastor Robbie Reichert of uh, First Baptist Church of Wiggins, they're asking that if you want to donate something materially, to go ahead and support uh, the Wiggins Church of God in Christ. Now, if you want to do it financially, they are accepting cash and checks at uh, First Baptist Church of Wiggins, and they said they will make sure that they get those funds to Mississippi Disaster Relief, which is an official arm of the Mississippi Baptist Convention. Uh, in addition, Pastor Mike Dobbs said at Word Alive Revival Center on Highway 49, if you have items that you want to donate, you can call his church, uh, Brother Eddie Williamson, and I don't have the number right here with me at the time, but if you look on the Stone County Enterprise website or the Stone County Enterprise Facebook page, you'll see a post, and it does have uh, Brother Eddie Williamson's phone number in there. They will accept, accept items there, and they have an organization in Jackson that will make sure they get to the right place. Now, in addition, Sheriff, uh, Stone County Sheriff's Department Chief Deputy Phyllis Old, uh, Phyllis is going to be making her first trip, if she's correct, if I'm correct, on the 15th or 16th of September. She's going to go to Lake Charles, Louisiana, because she's concerned that everybody's focused on Houston, and there's a lot of outlying communities in, on the Texas coast and in southwestern Louisiana. So she's going to go to Lake Charles. Same thing, a new or slightly used clothes that are clean, personal hygiene items, cleaning supplies, anything that you can, you know, diapers for babies. 
uh, anything, and you can take that to the Stone County Sheriff's Department, and Phyllis Olds will make that first trip to Lake Charles, Louisiana, and then she plans to make another trip following that one and going to Port Arthur, Texas, where they lost all fresh water. Yep, I, I saw that Beaumont lost all their fresh, yes, uh, fresh water as well. And, Jody, it's interesting you mentioned Phyllis Olds. You know, Phyllis is a tremendous animal advocate as well, oh, as uh, most everybody knows in and around Stone County. And that as well is one of the uh, larger needs in Texas and the, uh, the flooded areas. People have lost all their pet food, their pet bedding, uh, and, and things of that nature. And so I'm sure that uh, pet items would be accepted as well. I, I have no doubt that Phyllis Holtz would be more than happy to take dog toys and dog food and dog bedding over there. She loves her uh, little fur babies. Absolutely. As uh, you know, I, 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 as I've been watching this coverage live on the, the Weather Channel and other news organizations since Harvey's uh, uh, landfall back in Corpus Christi a few days ago, uh, it's just been amazing to see the amounts of water that were dumped in the Houston area and the you know in South Texas over in there, and then as it came back out, uh, gathered a little bit of strength and went in into uh, western Louisiana. It's uh, just made its way out of northern Mississippi today and continues on up through Tennessee, uh, dropping just uh, inch after inch, foot after foot of rain. But those folks down in South Louisiana and uh, eastern Texas, they, those folks are hurting uh, South Mississippi. And I tell you what, if you remember at all what happened just uh, how many years ago was the anniversary? It was just a couple of days ago. Twelve. Yep, 12 years ago. Hurricane Katrina came ashore, and uh, I tell you what, they're hurting. So you pray about it. You go to uh, the Wiggins Church of God in Christ, Pastor Cordero Beard, just down from uh, the Sonic, uh, on high, or the old Sonic location there, down from Piggly Wiggly on the right. I think it's just past the Mississippi Power Building, right, Jody? What, no, 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 that's, that's Cordero Beard's church. This is um, a Collins. Is the pastor's last name is Collins. And the person that organized it was uh, Danielle Jackson. She's the president oh, okay. of okay. the Wiggins Church of God in Christ uh, uh, Home and Foreign Missions Department. Now, they're located on 628 Newton Street. That's, now, that's the one as you come up from Magnolia up on the 26th one right there on yeah, the right. They're, they're I got right you. between I got Magnolia Drive and First Avenue just off Highway 26 by the overpass over, uh, over Magnolia Drive there. Wiggins Church of God in Christ, 628 Newton Street. South of uh, Highway 26 on Magnolia Drive, if you're coming up and you pass Dollar General, just look to your right, right before you turn to go up toward Magnolia Drive, there's a turnoff right as you get to the top of the hill. That's Newton Street. Correct. Before you get to Highway 26, just turn there and the church will be, I think, the first building on your right as you go back down. Yes, sir, it will. But uh, you can take donations there. Uh, you can also contact First Baptist Church McHenry. They're uh, taking, uh, McHenry, Wiggins, First Baptist Church Wiggins. They're taking uh, financial donations that will go to Mississippi Baptist Disaster Relief. I'm positive the Baptist men are already in place over there, as are many other faith-based organizations. And if you want to help, you pray about it and contact uh, Pastor Robbie Reichard or someone at First Baptist Church of Wiggins, and they'll tell you more info how you can get involved. Check the Stone County Enterprise Facebook page, website, and lots more, and you can uh, reach out and lend a helping hand to those folks in Louisiana and Texas. Our thanks to Phyllis Olds and to... Uh, Wiggins Church of God in Christ, First Baptist Church of Wiggins, Pastor Dobbs and the uh, uh, Pentecostal Church there on Highway 49 across from the sawmill. And so uh, I tell you what, a massive relief effort is going to be needed because, as Jody said, Coach, this is, this is widespread and this is devastating.
and Jody said something about it going to the game yesterday about Houston's infrastructure just was not able to handle all that rainfall. No. Jody, do you remember that? Oh, I, yeah, am I still on here? I'm sorry, I've had somebody over oh, here asking me Houston, some questions. Talk about Houston's infrastructure. Oh, absolutely. What they, they, you know, they, they went ahead and they, they did development after development after development, and they covered up so much green space with concrete and, and asphalt, and the water just simply has nowhere to go. Um, yeah, I mean, my goodness, some of those people had water in the second level of their homes, and, yep. and, and as much as they... They need the, the financial and material support that we might be able to send them. As you said, Brother Wayne, they need our prayers. We need to be in prayer for the, the, the people of Houston. Not just Houston, but Port Arthur, Beaumont, Vidor, Orange, um, you know, and then up into Lake Charles in the southwestern, southwestern Louisiana. It's just it's a tremendously large geographical area Absolutely. where people are suffering. Absolutely, and uh, it's going to continue until the water recedes completely and then the true cleanup can begin. All right, halftime almost over. We're going to step aside for one quick break. When we come back, second half action. Tom Cat's up 21-14. You're listening to Tom Cat Football. Delivering financial services and solutions that you can depend on over the last century. That's 100 years of financial stability. The Bank of Wiggins continues to meet the needs of our community and you. Whether it's sponsoring our Tomcats or volunteering in community events, the Bank of Wiggins is committed to nothing short of excellence. How can the Bank of Wiggins help your future look brighter? Fasten friendly service from us. Bank of Wiggins, count on us. Member FDIC. All right, back here in Biloxi, getting set for the second half of play, guys. And uh, I tell you what, the Tomcats have got to be happy with most of the first half. Maybe the penalty situation, hopefully they can address that. And let's just hope that uh, they come back out here ready to play some football. And like Coach said, they do have their head in the right place here. Well, I, I, I'm going to love to see what our defensive coaches uh, drew up at halftime, the corrections they made with our pass defense. You know, get a safety to cover that tight end, to get a safety over there to cover the slot receiver, uh, because they're trying to spread us out, putting five receivers out uh, left and right. And so I'm, I'm interested to see how our defensive coaches uh, are going to handle that. All right, well, the uh, Tomcats are going to get the football here to start the second half of play. And uh, so uh, that's good coming off of the uh, late touchdown there in the second half, and we'll get an opportunity uh, to add some more points, maybe increase our lead by a little bit here as we head into the uh, second half. Jody O'Hara will have all the uh, action from the sideline down there, and uh, Todd and I has got it from you up, uh, for you up here in the booth. Other Tomcat sponsors include McAllister's Deli uh, right there on uh, Highway 49 in Wiggins on the west side across from Walmart. Also, the Sawmill Family Restaurant. You've got uh, uh, Tri-County Heat and Air, W.G. Hickman in Stone County for the last uh, 10 years or so, I believe. And uh, so our thanks to all of our Tomcat sponsors, the Sawmill Family Restaurant, um, and lots more. So the Indians getting sent to kick it off. And uh, number 40, let me get my roster back over here so I can tell who he is. That's Cade Ganey. And Cade Ganey going to tee it up. At the 40-yard line, the Tomcats are going to send Entrell uh, on the far side, Enrique on the near side. And here's Ganey. And this is going to be Enrique Qualey from the 18-yard line. Enrique looking for a hole, sidestepping one tackler, and not much room to run. So it's going to be about the 29-yard line, maybe the 30. Yeah, Enrique didn't get a full head of steam that time. Kind of tiptoed up to the uh, wall of blockers there, and uh, lunch was all over him. Yep, they just closed down really quick, and Enrique uh, did the best he could. 
Got it back out, and the Tomcats are going to start, I believe, on the 30-yard line. So first and 10 Tomcats left to right across your smart device or ever how you might be listening. It's kind of comical, Coach. I, the stream is working so well, I've kept my eye on that thing all night long. It's still connected, still going, and I let the battery run down on the recorder. <laughs> if it ain't one thing, it's two. First and ten Tomcats here. Tight double uh, tight single wing set all to the left, and here's a toss back to Jacalyn Green. Green looking for a hole to get across the 30 up to about the 32-yard line, and that's about it. Yeah, nothing going right on the right side of the line there. Uh, Bluxy had everything stacked up right there, and... Uh, Minimal gain right there, maybe two. Yeah, maybe a couple yards top side for Jacqueline Green as he tried that left offensive front there. And they'll spot it down at the 32. Second down and eight coming up for the Tomcats here. Just underway, second quarter action, uh, uh, second half action, I should say. And there's a snap. This is going to be Arrington left side. Arrington across the 35 to the 36-yard line before the pile stops moving. And so he'll pick up... Just a few more yards for the Tomcats. Third down coming up here. Yeah, just a toss back to Trey around the uh, left side, and uh, he's able to go to the right tackle. He's 320 pounds, but Blushy does a good job of holding. Touchdown, Tim, listening in from somewhere in parts unknown uh, tonight, and that's his nephew running the football. It's spotted just over the 36-yard line. Tomcats looking at a third down and four situation here. Tight. Single wing set on the left side. Toss back to, and that looks like McCray, and McCray going to slip at the 35, and he'll go down at about the 37-yard line. No gain on the pull. Kentrell McCray. Yeah, I noticed with the binoculars in the first half, Kentrell was kind of slipping, making his cut early in the first half. Slips right there, and the watch is all over it. Fourth down and four coming up here, and the Tomcats are going to be forced to punt. Henri Quayley making his way out onto the field as the clock continues to roll. Not quite how you wanted to start the second half of play here, but they came out doing the same thing, Todd. Yeah, just running the ball three yards and a cloud of dust, but that time Bluxy answered the bell. All right, so Henri Quayley. We'll see if we can get a punt off without a marker coming down here. <laughs> There's a snap, and Henri going to get away. This is going to be a bad punt. Wobbly kick, going to hit at the 45 of Biloxi and take a small Tomcat roll, and they'll touch it dead at the 38-yard line. That uh, went off the uh, right side of Henri's foot right there. I know he wish he had that one back. I wish I could make my pitching wedge do that. But. Only a 26-yard only a effort by Henri Quayley that time. Clock stops at 9.45 here, and the Indian offense will take over first and 10 from their own 38-yard line. All right, Blush's first series of the game. Looks like uh, number two starts is in. For the quarterback, look for a lot of running from the quarterback position yep. right here. Starts back in at quarterback, doubles to the right, single out left. And there's the snap. Starks, little option give, and he'll keep it himself. Big hole straight ahead. Secondary having to close in. Jameer Jamison and others, and they'll catch him down around the 22-yard line. Shoestring tackle that time, and it looks like number 26, T.J. Polk's the one that got him. A.K.A. last week. Wow. Feaster uh, said coming out of halftime last week, we had guys just did not do their job and stay at home, and he takes that option read right there uh, and gets big yardage. Well, the officials are going to give him the 20-yard line. He went down well short of it, but 20-yard line will be the spot. First down and 10 for the Indians, and on one play, they reel off 42 yards here. Stark still in at quarterback. Same formation, doubles to the right. There's the snap and the same option read. Stark will keep it himself, this time hitting the backfield and drags. 
number 99, Kendall Arrington, back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play, and that'll show you the strength of Starks right there. And listen, a lot of strength for Kendall, uh, Kendall Arrington right there as well. He held on to him and didn't let go. Now, Kendall wasn't going to turn him loose, but uh, he finally got a little help at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play, second and ten Indians. Same formation again, the same play. This time, Starks will take it to the right side. And again, the shoestring tackle down to the 15-yard line. And a nice heads-up play that time, Spencer Edwards. And uh, I couldn't see who had on who had hold of the shoe. Is that Trey? That is Trey. And Spencer Edwards, number 11, is back. Uh, he was suspended the first half because of uh, actions last week. And so he is uh, through his, his suspension. Spencer's the strongest guy on the team. Glad to have him back. So a big third down and five coming up here for Biloxi, 15-yard line in the Tomcat red zone. This time doubles to the right. Starks will bring motion from right to left, and now we're going to have a timeout taken by Biloxi. It comes at the 8:20 mark, and I guess they saw something they didn't like out there or didn't have something in the right place. So the Indians, their first timeout of the second half here. 8.20 on the clock. Tom Cats up 21-14, to 14, Coach. Well, we did a great job of stopping the run in the first half. The start of the second half, not so much. Uh, that option uh, Starks is running the zone option read to perfection as we speak. Well, Starks is uh, quite an athlete, a blue-chip athlete, I guess is what they uh, refer to those guys as, being uh, recruited uh, heavily by some of the uh, Southeastern Comfort Schools. Just a junior, 6'1", 220 pounds. Listed as a linebacker, but he's in there at quarterback at the moment. And because of all the injuries to Biloxi's quarterback, wide receivers, running backs, uh, they're just having to use him anywhere, anywhere they can. All right, so the Indians will come out of the timeout. Like Suttis is back in at quarterback. Yep, we got Suttis back in the backfield now, and it looks like Starks will get a breather here. Doubles to the top, single out bottom. Suttis in the shotgun. He'll take the snap, wants to throw it, fires out right side, and again, almost intercepted by Henri Qualey, but he was about a yard too deep. He did break up the play. That'll fall incomplete and bring up a fourth down. Obviously, Biloxi did not get the memo. The hair going right at Henri Qualey, but Henri Qualey is successful again in breaking the pass up. So Qualey defensively brings a fourth and five, and will the Indians kick it? Yep, here comes uh, Gaynor out to attempt a field goal which should be officially a uh, 20, let's see, a 31-yarder. So Gainer on to attempt a 31-yard field goal. Actually, it's going to be a 32-yarder. And there's a whistle. Imagine that. And they're counting players back here. Was that, that, that wasn't Kevin, was it? We got too many men on the field. No, I think he just. Do we? Or maybe Biloxi does. Well, he pointed towards Stone. I don't know what they're doing. There's 11 guys on the field. Two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven. Nope, nope, nope. There's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I 11. count twelve. Yeah, I count twelve too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that is essentially going to give Biloxi the first down. Yeah, pretty much. So a five-yard penalty against the defense, is going to move it up, and the Indians will get a first down. And there again, there, guys. There goes number 12 off. Number 23, is that Ian? Mm-hmm. That's Ian Flurry trotting off. Starks back in at quarterback. Yep. Starks back in the quarterback position. The illegal substitution against the Indians will give them a first down here. 
And they will move the football up to the 10-yard line. Clock stopped at 